What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Spawncast episode. Evan's not here, so I'm just going to take a shot and say 93. Mm-hmm. Episode 93. <laughs> Hopefully that's right. We'll find out. Someone in the chat will probably correct me otherwise. Uh, last week, we were we were on uh, Christmas slash New Year's break, I guess. We had a pre-recorded video, but we're back today live. And we actually have a, a special guest with us tonight. We have uh, Conrad from Commonwealth Realm. What's going on, man? How's it going? Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's uh, it's late, <laughs> that's for sure. Here in yeah. <laughs> in Norway, three a.m. So, uh, looking forward to this uh, uh, podcast recording. And uh, it's a busy day uh, time. We have uh, hopefully maybe an Nintendo director coming up. So, uh, time to talk about. Yep, yep. We're going to cover that because there's a chance that it's this week coming up, and this could be the last podcast recorded before then. So we figure we'll talk a bit about possibilities and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Max, of course, Dreamcast guy. What's going on, man? Uh, Living the dream, playing so much Diablo. Diablo, Diablo. Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You guys over there, I guess, playing on uh, over the weekend on the Switch for Diablo. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're doing a special event right now where you can basically play through the first game inside of Diablo 3 right now. It's great. Oh, that's cool. That's neat. Check that out. Then we have Nate, Direct Feed Games, uh, fresh off of his uh, 10,000 sub milestone. Yeah, that's, that's that's true. Yep, you're you're now at 10,000 subscribers. Last time we were talking, you were like just below it, I think, or like 9,800 or 9,900. So yeah, you're now above 10,000 subs, means you can apply for your Nintendo ambassadorship. Yeah, that. That'll be fun. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's a it's a goal you were you were trying to get to. It, and, it yeah, it was a goal I was aiming for, and it's awesome to actually have achieved it. And now, hopefully, you know, I do get the ambassadorship, and I can produce some content for Nintendo games. But it's, it's definitely still an uphill battle. Yeah, and uh, and and you're gonna think about doing some more like uh, discussion and opinionated pieces too. Yeah, I'll probably do some discussion pieces on. You know, certain topics I find interesting, whether it's after like the direct airs, if I find that interesting to talk about what was shown or even like rumors, be it the Switch Pro, stuff like that. I'll probably tackle a bit in the future. The Switch I'm Pro actually, is going to be interesting. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to your PlayStation, like new PlayStation portable type of discussion videos that you're going to be having too. <laughs> those are going to be, I can't wait for those, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, gonna I'm definitely going to break down that PlayStation Portable with <laughs> PS5 power, like 12 teraflops. I can't I'm going to I'm gonna hit down. it with the hammer like John. I don't give yeah, a damn. Right? I'm, taking all the, I'm taking all the views for that crap. I'm just going to just knock the shit out of it with the hammer. So I'm just, hey, that's me. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be, yeah. Well, the Switch Pro, at least, is, the revision will be interesting to talk about as we get more into 2019 when we probably hear something about it, at least according to the Wall Street Journal. We'll hear more about that. Then you just heard OJ. OJ's with us from Player Essence. What's going on, man? I'm doing good. It's good to be here once again. Good, good. You're you're uh, finished up for with Smash for 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 at least now to step away for a minute to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To step, I was playing. I was I I had a six hour stream today for Smash Brothers. Everybody, I was gonna like, say every time I went on YouTube, you're still streaming. I was like, he's still playing Smash. Yeah, yeah. It was it was fun. I was I was uh, leveling up my Richter. I was trying to you know get better with Richter, so I kind of had like a labbing session of Richter. Got a zero, got the zero to death combo, so I was excited. It's hard as hell. Like like the like it's you gotta throw like. I was watching Zero do it. You gotta like throw the fire, do like dive kicks, and then you just mm. take them all the way up the top of the stage. But it's it's, it's cool. It's fun. Uh, Richter's very fun and very annoying to fight against, but he's very fun to use. Nice, very nice. Fun. Then we, we got a uh, then we got of course Sean. Sean's with us. What's going on, man? Yo, back from of, your back from your vacation, man. Yeah, it didn't it didn't go quite as I thought it was gonna go. Um, because like I hit up my cousin and I was like, "Do you buy your kids Smash Brothers for Christmas?" She was like, "Yeah." 
I was like, good. I've been playing that shit. I'm going to whip their asses. And then Christmas Day, everyone came over to grandma's house and we were about to eat. I went out on the porch. So I was like, all right, boys, come get your asses whipped. And so we went into the room I was staying in because I brought my doc with me and uh, I lost. Ooh. You lost <laughs> to everyone, or just like a I mean, of I mean, because she's got she has an adopted like kid who's like fourteen, and then she has a, a biological son who's seven. And I whipped the seven year old ass, but that that man Carlos, man Carlos, don't play around. Like he was hitting me with combos and shit. And I'm like, how do you know the combos already? He's like, I've been practicing on my 3ds. And I'm like, get out of here, you <laughs> So yeah, there, there was some heated words at Christmas, but it was good. It was fun. Mm. Okay. I mean, that's kind of the whole point is to, uh, you know, get together, get your switches together and everything, and then hate each other in real life afterwards. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's, the, that's, that's the whole point of family getting together uh, at the holidays. Cool. So do uh, you guys want to start with anything we've been playing this past week? Anything good? Anything good? Not really. I Not really. <laughs> I haven't really been playing much. I've been sick and doing some stuff. And yeah, I have, I've just been fucking around, really. Do you get a chance to play uh, Cave? What is it, Cave Blazers? Yeah, I've been playing it a little bit. Yeah, I'm playing it too. We have videos coming up for that, but uh, yeah, th that should be interesting to see. What were you saying, Max? Uh, I beat Onimusha Remastered. Oh, yeah. Didn't you and Sean and Nate, didn't you guys all play that game? Yeah. Yeah. I After you guys, I, I did it after them, but man, that game aged really good. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. Because that's coming out on the American eShop. Yeah, see, I'll get 15, it then. Yeah. I'll get it when it comes out then um but it's uh, man it's it is it is really short i did a full master file in four hours every <laughs> item every upgrade of four hours that's super short it's 20 bucks right uh, yeah. okay yeah yeah i mean it's if you if you remember it from back in the day i guess you know you'll, you'll pick it up but mm -hmm. nate you did a comparison between the ps2 version and, and the switch version yep how to, how to, it looked it looked uh it looked a, a bit better on the switch i'd say <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just a little bit better i mean not too much but yeah i mean it's it is pretty true to exactly what the PS2 was. I mean, it is a simple up-res. Yeah, but I mean... It's clean, it plays well, it betters frame rate, has some quality of life changes, like the weapon swapping, the signs of the trigger, so it's nice and fast. The load times are almost non-existent. I mean, that's kind of what they were going for, right? Kind of a, a cheap and easy port, basically, to all the platforms. Yeah, I'd say the biggest disappointment with the release is that it has none of the Xbox content. So they could have made this release the definitive version instead of just an HD PS2 version. They could have given that Xbox content, even if it was unlockable, to give more replay value. Uh, that's a good point. Maybe this could lead into the uh, new Animusha, like a brand new one. Yeah, ideally we get you know the second one, third one, and uh -huh. what was the other one? New Dawn or something like that. I played the oh, what was it? Was it the fourth one? Because that was that one was weird. It had like a different guy in it and everything. For the one was like. The one with like yeah. Gene Reno. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's three. Yeah, that's three. Okay, that's three. Yeah, I remember playing it. And I was like, this is this feels weird. <laughs> this is this is odd. Uh, it wasn't bad, but it was just different. I don't know, for, different from the. I played the Xbox version of the first one. I remember that. Um, mm -hmm. But that's uh, that's that's the big drawback. People got to know all the extra content in the Xbox version is not in this version, even if you buy it on Xbox. Mm. Okay, how's it how's it look in portable mode? Uh, okay. good. I mean, it okay. looks good. Yeah, it, it, it looks good. There's no frame rate. That was what, apparently a lot of people were concerned that there would be frame rate problems. There's not. It runs completely good. Okay. Okay. Very good. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to check that out on the 15th when it when it drops in the uh, American eShop. Uh, John on the radio says, "Hey, Conrad, gets a, a fan of yours, Conrad." 
Yeah, uh, a reoccurring fan on our oh. live stream. So hello to you too. Cool, cool, cool. What and you been playing anything this week, Conrad? Anything sticks uh, out to you? I just had time to play Smash uh, while traveling, and it's pretty much the portability. And I played a little bit of Pokemon Let's Go because uh, I'm I'm a little bit unsure what the Pokemon company is doing with Generation Eight. So I want to go a little bit deeper into the mechanics of of that game and see what they would like to keep and uh, what they would like to change and how ambitious they are with with the upcoming game. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, there you never know. They could keep some of the capture mechanics for all we know. Who knows? Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see that. I mean, Smash. I think every, a lot of us have probably played Smash a couple times this week, at least. I would say, other than OJ, oh, who yeah. played for six hours today. But <laughs> yes, I did play for six hours today. But I also played Watch Dogs Two for the first time on stream. Interesting. Uh, this, this okay. Yeah. Watch Dogs yeah. Two. All right. Let me. Ask, what What made you pick up Watch Dogs Two? The main character is black. Okay, that that's fair enough. It, well, well it, it's also <laughs> it's uh whenever I go by Walmart and I see it, it's like sixteen bucks on the on the on the no. shelf. <laughs> I'm joking. No, the reason why I was gonna the reason why I bought I bought Watch Dogs two full price for somebody else. Uh -huh. Um, for a friend of mine, I bought it full price. Uh, so I bought the game. Um form and i just wanted to i wanted to get back to it because i played the first Watch Dogs. i was like this is kind of garbage but when i played the first Watch Dogs, so i was always going to get around to getting it i just decided you know what? it's a good price i had a best buy gift card thing i got it for six bucks so so yeah played it played it on stream and i instantly knew it was a western game as soon as i start playing the controls and you, i'm like mm, yeah you can tell it's a you can tell it's a, uh, a ubisoft game right away you can tell it's a ubisoft yeah. game you can tell it's the classic ubisoft style but no it was actually it was fun i streamed it for a few hours and i had fun when i played it so yeah okay okay very cool very cool the main cool. character is black though yeah yeah i, I yeah i played yeah. it man when did that come out it came out like 2016 it feels right, like it was a, it feels like it was a long time ago i don't know for some reason it feels like it was forever ago i think the, the writing's was... really good though like the jokes and everything that they mm -hmm. have in there like it's really good really witty uh witty writing and everything so i, I did like that about the game mm -hmm. yeah if uh watchdogs one was uh, overhyped i would say that um uh, watchdogs 2 is very underrated yeah yeah one uh, Watch Dogs one was hype because of that uh that that footage they showed that wasn't real. <laughs> yeah. Like in the beginning, oh man, it was like that might be next gen stuff. This is, and then it came out and it wasn't anything like that. But two 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 was better than one. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, but that's a, that's a, that's an interesting uh thing to pick up and and play though now OJ. So that's cool. That's good. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I started up. I'm still continuing my playthrough of Persona Five just because all the talk made me want to play it again. But then I, for some reason, I decided to start playing Near again, Automata. I don't know why. I just started to play it again. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Smash, of course, and Cave Blazers. We were just talking about that, Sean, playing some of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's about it, actually. Really, just going back and forth between Smash and everything else. I think that's all Evan's been playing too, is Smash. So I can pretty much talk for him. Um, but that's about it for me. Anything else, Nate? You were playing. Uh, I started Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but I'm only like an hour into it, so... Whoa, okay. Yay, Interesting. Yes. Awesome. Interesting. <laughs> what uh, what made you start that up, Nate? Because that's that's going to take you a while, man. Uh, I, I got it. It was gifted to me for Christmas, so... Ah, okay, yeah. What Did anyone else get anything really good for Christmas? I, I didn't even think of that since... Let me think. Uh, I guess we would have... Yeah, that's, that's a good point. We wouldn't have really been on a podcast since then. What did everyone I... get for Christmas? Anything good? Well, I, I got some good stuff. One of them was I got Dragon Quest Builders on Switch. And uh, man, I'm falling in love with that game all over again. Dragon Quest Builders? Okay, yeah, because the second one came out in Japan already. So I, I don't know if it has... Does it have an English option or no? Do you know, OJ? 
I don't think mm, it does. No English uh, option because my, no, my blind no. two has it and yeah, no English option. Ah, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People really like that game. I, I didn't really get into Dragon Quest Builders games. I've gotten a Dragon Quest 11, but not Builders. People really like that game. Um, it's interesting though. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about anyone else? Anyone else get anything good for Christmas? Gift I got, uh, oh, I got, what did I get? Um, I got one of these controllers. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, this was great, John. This is a great controller. Thank you. Oh, yeah. What's everyone's opinion on that controller? That's fun for like classic games. 30 so. Pro. Yeah, yeah. I actually used it on my, um, that Super Mario Brothers 64 hack video that I did. I use, that's the controller yep. I use mm -hmm. to yep. play it. It'll work fine on PC. Yep. yep. I used it on my video that I made about Smash Brothers controllers. I used it for Smash Brothers too and rated it on there. It's better hey. than the Joy-Cons. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that would work on Smash. I played through Monster Boy with it, and, and I had a good experience on Monster Boy, which is a game that people should look into if, if you guys haven't played it yet. Um, especially, like, definitely you, Sean, since you like some of the older style games a lot. Yeah. That's like, that's like a solid 2D platformer with, like, uh, Metroidvania elements to it. Okay. I'm looking what at that. That's a good game. I'll type a comment is that. What? This guy's saying my picture reminds him of the serpents from Dark Souls. What? Okay, I mean, it works. Uh, I guess. Good. I'm gonna, like, that's a good. That's a good game. Now. It's a good game. Uh, hell, interesting. Okay, all right then. What about uh, Conrad? Did you anything good for Christmas or anything? Uh, good for Christmas? Oh, I mostly already got my games from uh, from Nintendo. Uh, a few from the eShop sales that are going on right now. So um, yeah, I finally had the chance to play Octopath Traveler, which is uh, a game everyone mm. should uh, should try on on the Switch, especially yeah. now. When it yep. is discounted, so um, yeah, uh, I think it's forty one ninety nine right now on the yeah. USC shop until Thursday. That's a good price for it. That's a good one to travel with too, by the way. Like if you, you said you were traveling with uh, Portable Factor, that's a great game to play in Portable mode. Um, good, definitely worth that money though. Definitely, you you should check out if you're if you're like like a lot of RPGs, Conrad. When um, Dragon Quest Eleven S comes over, you should keep that on your radar as well. Oh, I'm I'm definitely looking that up. I was very excited when they had that presentation back in Japan the the other week, mm -hmm. and um, I really hope they bring it to the West uh, this year. And it's not just a Japanese release. Yeah, I hope it hits uh, Japan like over the summer is what I'm hoping, and then they bring it out here in like holiday, like maybe even September, give like a full year from the PS4 mm -hmm. version. But that game took me 70 hours just to beat the storyline, and there's like full end game, so it's a long game, but it's really good. It's traditional RPG, but uh, it's it's really good. It's a good game. I would recommend it. Um, cool. Oh, uh, I guess before we get into some of these topics, I wanted to ask uh, Conrad. You had a you had a video that came out pretty recently about the Nintendo Online. Uh, correct. And I was actually interested in that because you were you were talking about uh, the online uh, trying to improve in 2019, right? Was that like kind of the general idea and pointing mm -hmm. out some of the things? What were some of the things that you were pointing out? Do you remember off the top of your head that uh, that you wanted to see improved? Because I think that was a good that's well, a good topic because we can talk about it now and then at the end of the year, I guess we could technically look back and see if they what they improved or if they improved anything. Well, mostly I think that they need to extend the SNES library. Uh, that, is, that is the next step, especially now when they are closing the uh, Wii U eShop and uh, it will be very hard to get hold of these games that is continuing the SNES and NES Classic and uh, and that's just a given. Uh, I think they need to get forward with uh, the special deals that they promised. Uh, they have been very limited so far. It's uh, only been those NES controllers. And other than that, they, they just need to make the online experience much more stable. Uh, people are paying for online now. Uh, the expectations will be uh, there because when you pay for something, you automatically have expectations. And uh, when it comes to the, their service, Nintendo has just not delivered on what they 
uh, promised, and that was to deliver an online experience that uh, would work and would function uh, probably better than the one on uh, Wii U when it was free. And when you see that there is no, no significant improvement, and in some cases even uh, a worse experience, and when you had it free, obviously people are going to rage and be disappointed. So. I think uh, they need to be very pay attention to uh, making sure that they're cloud backing every uh, game as they can, because uh, not being able to back up uh, Splatoon 2 or Pokemon Let's Go, it's, it's a big bummer. Pokemon Let's Go was a weird one. Splatoon 2, it, it feels like they built that without even thinking about the online, which is weird because it, yeah. it, it you know, needs the online. But uh, yeah, when I, it, it is interesting to hear about all that because then they also have some features they should also improve on, like, the messaging system and communicating with your friends on your friends list, things like that. Yeah, you're right though. There's a, there's a lot of stuff they can improve and I'm thinking that 2019 they'll have to do some stuff. I like the idea of the super Nintendo games though. That'd be cool. Uh, because yeah. we were talking about this before. Get a, get a virtual console. Yeah. We, we, we were talking about this before. We don't even know what games are coming out to the online service this month. Like at all. They haven't told us. Well, they definitely don't want to upload that to YouTube because it's going to be downvoted uh, within like a few hours. <laughs> yeah, like um, but like months ago they gave us a roadmap. We knew about December's games. Wow, back in like September or August, we knew about it forever ago. I feel like I think it was well, September. They, mm -hmm. they announced them like all at once, and yeah. then they re-announced them as time went on. It's almost like there's going to be some sort of presentation coming up <laughs> where they will talk about what games are going to come in the month of december i mean but sean yeah, hopefully, hopefully directly but sean you can go back and look at your videos right because you make a video uh when they add new ones to the to the, like the um to the online and you can tell me the dates but i'm pretty sure it was around the 11th or the 12th or so yeah, right in a, there yeah it's between like the 11th and the 13th is when they usually do it yeah well that's that that's next week so hmm. uh yeah, and I mean it's a monthly recurring charge, so you figure they want to. Then they said new ones every month, so you figure they would add them next week, I guess. Yeah. So unless they're yeah. just going to drop it on Twitter and say, "Hey, these are the games for January," which they could do. It looks like we have a lot of hints uh, pointing to a Nintendo Direct. You have the sales ending early on Thursday. You have uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe coming out on Friday, and we don't have release dates for many games coming out in February and March. Uh, it's pretty much uh, bound to happen at this point. Uh, and also, since we don't have those Nintendo Switch Online NES games for, for January, it looks like Nintendo's holding off something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's crazy to say there's a January presentation coming, right? Um, we don't really know exactly when. That's what a lot of us have been trying to figure out. I, it's, it's, it's in the next two weeks. I think most of us agree on that. It's either this week coming up yeah. or the following yeah. week. A lot of us think it's on the 10th just from... We were just talking about the online games being added and stuff around that time. So we're a lot of us are uh, attempting to figure out if it's the 10th or something like the 17th. Those are Thursdays. That would make sense. I guess it could take place on a Wednesday as well, right? Yeah, but they're not usually Thursdays. They're yeah. usually Thursdays, but I mean, we've had yeah. them on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursday, Fridays. We've it's had them just, on Friday. Yeah, I was say we've had them on Fridays before too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just typically we see it occur on a Thursday. So that's yeah. what people look to say. Well, if it happens on Thursday, the tenth makes sense. The seventeenth makes sense. Mm -hmm. So okay. I mean. I mean, I guess they could even go, you know, to the 24th, but it just seems like you have no games dated for February. You can't really wait until like the last week of January to date games coming out in two weeks. Is is Travis mm -hmm. the is Travis Strikes Again? Is that the last game that they have dated right now and like coming up? 
Yes. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much. For first yeah. party, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's mid January. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they have to do something soon. I think it would make sense to do it right before Mario anyway. The new Super Mario Bros. U. Because they could throw a cheap, easy advertisement right in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. Like, um, don't forget to buy it. Yeah, just go and buy it. They did also make uh, for all the people in the chat. Uh, they did also make Bowsette, uh non-canon now. So there you go. <laughs> Apparently, Toadette's the only one that can use that crown. There you they go. Had to do it. <laughs> they had to. They they saw what happened online. <laughs> uh, man, can you imagine having to be the intern that goes into like Reggie's offices? Like, this is what's happening to the online now <laughs> on Twitter. Well, I mean, it's no worse than what happened with Pottermore this week about wizards using magic to make their mm. shit disappear. <laughs> I uh, pumped up the stock price for a little while. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Lecrang says, "Hi, have you had time to look into the?" Mr. Project Giant Bomb did a live stream playing around with it. I have been playing Amiga and TurboGrafx 16 since Christmas. Neo Geo and Capcom arcade boards currently being worked on. I have not looked at the Mr. Project. Uh, Sean, that sounds like a retro thing. Have you have you looked into that at all? Uh, let's see what this is. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh... Lecrang, thank you. We're gonna put Sean on this one. Let's see what see what he comes up with here. It's um, a detective. It's a recent FPGA multi con what? A recent Mr. Update. I don't know what Mr. is though. Mr. Isn't that the that's the thing where they're able to replicate arcade boards the first time, right? Yes, 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 yes. It's uh Mr. Oh, I see the Mr. Okay, welcome to Mr. There's a whole wiki and everything. If yeah. you want to read if you want to read through that, Sean, and just see what you can figure out and what it what it is, we can we can come back to it. If there's any any easy uh explanation there that you can pick out real quick. Um Okay, so somebody somebody's made a Mr. Arcade cabinet. Uh, so that's like a big deal right now. Hmm. Ooh, that sounds like a topic for a video for you anyway, Sean. Right. <laughs> uh cool. And uh so Back on topic of, of the direct, we're gonna talk a bit about this because it's uh this might be the last podcast before then, so let's just pretend just for now that uh the direct is just it's happening this week, or at least it'll happen before our next podcast. So we don't know much about anything after Travis Strikes again. What do you what do you guys want to see at this uh hypothetical direct? Games. Okay, Zelda. <laughs> I want to see links. <laughs> so so uh Nate, Nate isn't going to be hinting at a. If Nate says something, it's not because he thinks it's happening or anything. Okay, so don't, yeah, don't think about just, any of that. Yeah, they're just honest predictions that <laughs> just, I don't believe it. I'm just <laughs> saying things that I hope happen. It nope. doesn't. It's not a hint. It's not a tease. <laughs> I'm going to go roll up the chat right now. And actually, <laughs> uh, that means I have to predict things like Grand Theft Auto Seven. Come on, Nate. What do you think, my man? I'm going to the chat. Let's go. <laughs> I'll put, I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it. X three where Sephiroth <laughs> impales Cloud. I'll put a prediction in there. I'll say uh, Metroid Prime trilogy gets announced there. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and it what has to be. It has to be a good one too. It can't just be re. It can't just be the old ones upscaled. That's mm -hmm. what I'm gonna say. Uh, and I'm buying that day one. Yeah. Even, yeah, even, yeah. Even, even if it's sixty bucks, I'm buying it. <laughs> because I. Uh, I, I definitely think we're going to see two or three 3DS games. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I don't think it's going to be... I think it'll be rifled off, too. I think we'll be through those 360 games or those 3DS games in, like, five minutes at the most. That, 
That's yeah. my hope. I I would hope under three minutes. I hope they're literally like bam, bam, bam. Well, yeah. I think the last direct it was I I timed it and it was three minutes on uh 3ds stuff. Well, yeah. the thing about the 3ds in 2019 is that it's pretty much being the. They're pretty much depleting everything that is worth something on the 3DS. Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing. <laughs> and uh, with that gone, I, I just see uh, remasters coming to to the 3DS. And that's how they are going to keep the system alive until, say, like 2020. Uh, and then uh, even those remasters will be coming out of the Switch. So uh, I just think that they, they, they will have it in the beginning, go through it very quickly, just like they did in the last September Direct. And then they are going to focus all on uh, Switch and especially on spring uh, releases because we don't have release dates for Yoshi's Crafted World, Fire Emblem Free Houses, and we don't have that many third-party uh, games uh, as well in the time span between February and April when we have Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's interesting to, to, to be like, oh yeah, the Switch is getting Mortal Kombat 11. I'm, I'm, I still want to see how that game looks on that system and how it plays and everything because that's a game that has to be 60 on the system, so... Uh, 60 yeah. frames yeah so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see that that'll be it'll be crazy to have mortal kombat 11 as like a portable game that'd be insane to see but um yeah the so i said more i said metroid prime trilogy right let me uh what about what about this what about uh so we we know we talked about this as well right nate uh, uh king zell was on recent air talking about several different uh hints at things a 2d game a trilogy a trilogy is probably metroid prime right mm -hmm. and then more breath of the wild stuff does that is that that's, surprising that's, anyone it's super surprising to me didn't didn't they officially say they were done with breath of the wild well they said they're done with breath of the wild dlc yeah expansion yeah. boxes i mean I, I don't find it surprising if they want to continue either the narrative of breath of the wild in like a sequel or like a majora's mass type of direction because you built this engine that's very impressive yeah. you've only used it for one game and now you can make a sequel or something based on that world and come out with it on the Switch in far less time. I mean, remember, Breath of the Wild was done in 2016. So now you're looking at a four-year time where you can get another in that universe out. And I mean, it's one of the most popular Zelda games. Yeah. So just capitalizing on that popularity, the systems you already built for the game, use that engine well, again, turn out the game quickly. They, they could just basically respond to criticism. One of the main things people wanted was bigger dungeons. You could just mm -hmm. release Breath of the Wild 2 and it's just a bunch of dungeons and people would buy it. Uh, I have a little theory regarding uh, the Zelda uh, games this year, and that is that I don't think we'll see the reveal of any Breath of the Wild sequel in, uh, in this direct. That's one thing. But what I could see is uh, a remake because uh, we have the Zelda's 33rd anniversary coming up in February. Nintendo oh. has no games in February. So I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to port uh, Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD to the uh, Nintendo Switch. And then they say also that uh, later in the year, you'll be getting Skyward Sword HD because the next Zelda will not be ready until say like 2020. And uh, then of course, uh, look forward to E3 for, for more on that. So what if, uh, so how about this one, Conrad? Uh, they also said, that there was a 2D game, and we're mm -hmm. pretty we we have we're pretty sure that the 2D game is another Zelda game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is what a lot of us are speculating on that there is actually another Zelda game in development, and mm -hmm. a lot of that speculation comes from the fact that the team that would have been building like a link between worlds for the 3DS 
is no longer developing stuff for the 3DS. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And what we need to keep in mind is that uh, the Zelda team is is not one team. It's it's a multiple uh, multiple divisions. And people have even talked about uh, whether Grezzo could make another uh, st uh, game in the style of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask 3D, uh, just to continue the mm -hmm. story of the Hero of Time. That <laughs> everyone would love to have that. Sure. So uh, I I don't think 2D Zelda is dead. And especially if uh, Breath of the Wild is going into the more open air approach which is uh, non-linear, very open, and the dungeons may never be the same again. Uh, I think that uh, we need the 2D Zelda to balance it out. I think it'd be cool, because I'm, I'm more of a uh, traditional Zelda fan, like mm -hmm. Link to the Past. Link to, I like Link to the, uh, Between Worlds a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's Link's my kind Awakening. of Zelda game. Link's Awakening. I'd like to see Link's Awakening re, uh, remake. That would, that would be a great remake, yeah. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that will be an interesting thing to, to kick off uh, the direct with, even if they started right. Because if you remember last time they started off with the last one we had, really, they started off with Luigi's Mansion right away. Mm -hmm. So kick it off with something like a 2D Zelda or, or something see, big. That'd be cool. I don't need you. I don't think you need to start off a direct this early in the year with a 2D Zelda, mm. especially if the game is a plan for, let's say, the holiday. Because right now you could show Animal Crossing again. You could show something like Luigi's Mansion. You still have to talk about Fire Emblem. You have to talk about Damon X Machina. You have plenty of other stuff that's probably going to come out ahead of 2D Zelda if it does come out this holiday. And you could wait till E3 and mm. make 2D yeah. Zelda and another title that's probably your you know, like Gen 8 Pokemon. You also oh, have yeah. 3. Nintendo has enough going into 2019. And even if we entertain like Metroid Prime 4, if you have the trilogy in this direct, you probably want a teaser for Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. You're not going to go into this direct and show everything. Mm -hmm. of 2019 in one thing you mm -hmm. want to space some of those stuff out wait for yeah. wait for our direct yeah. in march May. well they they do need to i think they do need to get uh who you call it involved in this retro studios like we haven't seen them at all we we hear of course the rumors about Star Fox from Eurogamer and other people but like yeah which i, I mean dates back to almost a year ago and, yeah and this could be also another reason why we haven't heard anything from retro and uh and the new game because they're too busy remastering first donkey kong uh, country <laughs> tropical freeze and then uh, metro prime uh, trilogy hd uh, so uh, my take on uh, metro prime 4 and the direct is that yes we could get a cgi teaser and then it just transitions automatically through in just like they did pretty much with the game awards but that they did the opposite way instead they just tease metro prime 4 and then go into metro prime trilogy hd experience it before you play metro prime 4 and, it is, uh, yeah it's gonna be weird if we get to e3 this year and they announced prime 4 two years ago and we still haven't seen a screenshot for it that would yeah. be weird like I, if we went that long i i do want to see um the first like gameplay footage like a gameplay trailer for bayonetta 3 I think mm. that'd be kind of mm. cool if they uh, showed off something from that because uh, Hideki Kamiya did say a while back that everything's going really well with that. And they said they want to make this like the most innovative action game or they're going to want to completely reinvent the action genre with this game. So he's already kind of hyping it up himself. Maybe the wonderful 101. Everyone's always talking about like, hey, maybe not everyone, <laughs> not really yeah. everyone, but people are, <laughs> people, some people like to talk about the wonderful 101 potentially having a port. I know Platinum yeah, Games wants to do it. So, <laughs> That would be really cool if we got something like that, you know? That'd be good. I think they'd get away with the summer release for that one. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd buy it. I think I think 101 would make a good summer release, just kind of over the summer. The game's really good, and I think it would really benefit from being on Switch. They can lock it in 60 frames for a second, lock it in 1080p. It was a bit inconsistent on the Wii U. Um, a lot of people didn't even know that you can play the game without the Wii U gamepad. Like, a lot of people didn't know that. Like, there's like, oh, these controls are horrible. Like, you can use a normal controller. Oh, you can? 
Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Oh, I can't. Okay, great. You know, so uh, the game you you can you can play it that way too. So I think it'd be a, a good chance, you know, transition over to Switch. I do. I do see the uh, super chats. We're gonna read them in about 15 minutes, right around 9:50. So we'll do that then. PM my time, uh, Eastern. And uh, yeah, that. So Metroid would would really, I think benefit from some kind of cgi show. just show where the story is exactly where is this uh -huh. taking place uh, you know how many years later or, or, I don't know, earlier who knows but uh just something to to kind of get people okay this is what they're going for we can we can live with that for now because metroid prime 4 might might that's i think that's a 2020 game at this point yeah i mean yeah. i kind of lean towards 2020 just because the trilogy comes out this year i think you kind of want that like one year lead time kind of like we got bayonetta one and two last year hopefully that means bayonetta three is this year you mm -hmm. don't want to overload people with four metroid prime games in a single calendar year right not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'd, love, I'd love to play all four in a year but oh you, and i want a port of prime pinball prime pinball while we're at it that's what they're really going prime to hunters of there. prime hunters <laughs> is actually quite uh, significant when it comes to the story of metroid prime uh i, I like four. the pinball <laughs> I, I like I like both of those. I like the pinball. I love the pinball game. with the rumble pack. Yeah, it's like, it was like the one game. game. <laughs> the one game to use the DS rumble pack, and it came yeah. with it. Prime Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon pinball. Pokemon pinball had a rumble pack too for some reason. Yeah, mm -hmm. but what um, Prime Hunters is probably my most played game of all time. Yeah. See now, what if the Metroid Prime yeah. trilogy is really Prime Hunters pinball? And Federation. Oh you. man, oh, you ruined it. Me <laughs> you ruined it with the last one. <laughs> I am so down for that. Let's do it, dude. Oh man. <laughs> Either way, Metroid Prime Trilogy needs to be there. I need to get that out soon so I can buy uh, it and play it. <laughs> but there's one thing. Uh, wouldn't they want to save uh, the trilogy if Metroid Prime Four is coming out in 2020 for E3? Maybe, but here, I mean, we got the Bayonetta collection. What, almost well, a year I, ago now. Yeah, but that, that was the game of that. Nintendo yeah. usually treats the first half of a new year with ports and remasters like last year. In the first half, we had Bayonetta and we had Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Mm -hmm. For the second half are the new releases, the bigger guns. Maybe a, a trilogy probably isn't viewed as a big gun. When you have Gen 8 coming out, you have maybe a 2D Zelda, you have maybe Bayonetta 3, maybe Luigi's Mansions 3. Yo, I, think, I think Prime Trilogy would actually sell some I think that sells some copies. And honestly, yeah. if people are people are clamoring for Metroid Prime Four. You got to go out. And you got to buy a Trilogy. Like you got to go buy it because I bet you there's a lot of people who, uh, when I ordered those GameCube games and I had Prime One and Two in there for like I think eighteen dollars combined. By the way, in in case that was pretty good. Uh, but I think there's a lot of people who probably weren't even gaming when those came out on the GameCube. So mm -hmm. you should go out. And you, I think when that comes out, you need to go. You need to go pick those up. Uh, it'll show support for the series, obviously, but. For sixty bucks for those three games, I think it's completely worth it anyway. So everyone should go out and buy that if and when it gets announced and, and releases. But I think that would actually sell. That might be one of their better selling ports. But what? Oh, well, unless they unless they port over Mario Maker. Yeah. At, the, at this point, just do a sequel to Mario Maker. It's been too long for a port. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but they might see that as maybe I don't know. Maybe that'd be easy for them to move over. I don't know. I mean, what else can you add to Mario Maker? Hills, hills. <laughs> well, hills, and a lot of people have asked about more crossover stuff. I've seen a lot of people saying, like, let us put Zelda characters in stuff, but still Mario Maker levels. Man, Metroid Prime 1, 60 frames per second, 1080p with like better looking uh, textures and everything. That's gonna look, that's gonna look insane. Man, 
the sound was really good too. The sound effects and like the kind of the lower music that they had in the background to make it really creepy. That was awesome. Uh, I want to play that game now, but I don't feel like uh, uh, starting it now if it's just going to trilogy is going to be out this year. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what do you guys think about third party support? Because last time we saw a direct, we had some weird third party support show up, like Civilization. They're going to have a lot of Western mm -hmm. in this direct. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gonna be a t I, think, I think the Western companies are finally starting to get on board. I mean, you can't deny the system sales. I mean, look at the Wii. Mm -hmm. The Wii had fucking Call of Duty on it. You know, World oh. of War was on there. Modern Warfare was on there. I think there was a Black Ops on there. I mean, those those companies go where the money is. EA was on there with, you know, they had new IPs. They had ports of IPs. They had all their sports games on there. So I think you're going to see the big Western companies hit hit up some games on. I, I do want to add to that. I agree. I think we could see a sequel to Carnival Games. That was a game that also just <laughs> oh, recently yeah, came yeah. out. More third-party support is always good. Carnival Games, man. Did, did they hit you guys up for the Carnival Games? Oh, man. That was, that yes. was bad. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Played it. I played it on Switch. Yeah. Until, yeah. you know, then they eventually patched it after I spent like four hours getting enough okay. tickets to get every game in it. Carnival Games 2, baby. Direct. Let's see it. Well, one thing they, <laughs> are, they definitely need to talk about is Crash Team Racing coming to the Nintendo Switch because we had the reveal at the Game Awards, uh, but it was only for the PlayStation uh, PlayStation 1. And uh, yes, it was later confirmed that, oh, it's also coming to the Switch and all these other systems at the same date. But I, I think many didn't get the message, actually. So I think they really need to show uh, Crash Team Racing trailer, uh, pretty much just like they did with uh, 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 Crash Bandicoot and Saint Trilogy uh, in the March Direct last year. Yeah, they need to show that Spyro collection, too. Both of those, Crash Team I'll Racing, Spyro, yeah. Show some Persona. Uh, we're going to talk about that, but yeah, that's that's an interesting topic, because uh, they might, they might. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we still need to figure out what Persona 5R is anyway, but uh, we'll watch yeah. you move on to that in a second. Uh, like on here. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. We'll punch them. Yeah, so so we're thinking a direct is all right. So what's everyone think about this? Do you think it's going to happen this week or the following week? The week coming up or the following week after? after that? Uh, I, I said tenth. Yeah, yeah, tenth for sure. Okay, yeah, it, has, it has to be ten. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too. We're I'll be live streaming it here, and anyone's uh, uh, on the panels uh, able to if they want, they can join me as well. But yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna. I think it'll be the eleventh. I'm going to be different and say it's going to be the 11th. <laughs> it's going to be Friday, man. All right. Friday. All right. Let, let's put it this way. If it's not the 10th, it's the 17th. If it's not the 17th, it'd be like the 23rd or the 24th. If it's not then, it's the 31st. <laughs> okay. My, my prediction is very uh, brief. Three hours after they end the New Year's sales, we get a Nintendo Direct. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it ends midday. So, uh, well, then maybe six hours after, maybe. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, and I guess the last thing, do you guys think I'll throw this in there as well? Because this is what we ask every single time when there's a direct, at least since what, two years from since? Yeah. Uh, do you think Retro Studios is going to show up in this event? No, <laughs> we no. ask about every no. E3, every direct. Well, well, yeah. oh, good. I'm getting smart ass. I want to be the smart ass. If they Retro, think so. Trilogy's <laughs> there, Retro is there. Oh. Uh, so, yes, I will say Retro does make an appearance in this direct. I, I'm, say, I'm saying Retro is going to be there and they're going to be there with new games. I'm going to say they'll be there as well. 
they're gonna be there with new games. Whatever your def- definition of new games is, they're gonna be there with new games. Let's go. No. I'm, I'm gonna predict that. I'm predicting it right now. Hey, Metroid Thursday. will say no with online mode. <laughs> That's what they are going to do to push the Nintendo Switch online and improve the Nintendo Switch online in 2019. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if they did something different with the online a bit. I think the the biggest thing I think if they could uh, mess around with the way the eShop looks and everything that would help as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they'll make some adjustments and and some updates. They might even announce them. Honestly, they might just push them out the door. You know, your Switch has an update. Congratulations! There's a message your friend button now. Hell yeah! <laughs> I love that. Uh, you can uh, customize your brand background on the Switch now. Oh yeah, themes and everything. Uh, that's a good. There was a there was a uh, super chat that actually uh, mentioned that, and actually I'll read those, and then we'll move on to the uh, Persona Five because that is a that is an interesting topic of discussion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Persona Five R. Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff uh, to go over there. Let me go to the um, the super chats here. And let's see, where did the start? There we go. Okay, yeah. Uh, that was Hey Conrad from John on the radio. Uh, then we had LeCrang. Then we had Riku Key 2. Are you guys ready for Resident Evil 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3? Also, is the Resident Evil 2 demo still coming on the 11th? Uh, I'm not sure about the Resident Evil 2 demo. If they're going to announce that it's going to be probably on Monday. Mm-hmm. Which it's it sounds like there will be a demo. So get excited for that. Time demo, though. 30-minute demo. So mm-hmm. let's uh, and yes, I'm excited for both. I'm going to try to get Resident Evil 2 and beat that because if I'm right, Resident Evil 2 wasn't a super long game, uh, but they might have added some stuff and who knows. But I'm going to try to get that, beat that, and then play Kingdom Hearts 3 because that's going to be a long game. Mm-hmm. But yes, I'm getting both. Yes. <laughs> one way or the other. I don't, I don't know if Square is sending it here or not. I'm buying that one either way. So I have a feeling that Resident Evil is going to be a long game. Mm. I, think, I, I, I think they've added some stuff to it. it. I, I went back and watched a lot of their interviews. Apparently, they don't want anybody to call it a remake. Apparently, they're, they've extended the story a bunch. They've added a bunch of cutscenes in, and they want this to be the the new official Resident Evil Two, and and like forget yeah. the old ones. So, well, I do I do think it'll be about six or seven hours. I mean, that's I mean, Capcom's been very clear that it's not a remake; it's a reimagining of the original game, much like Final Fantasy VII is for what Square. It's just taking that original concept and they're expanding on it. In yeah. many ways, so it's it's yep. nothing like what you played on the PlayStation One. Mm. It has a similar core concept, but what you're how you're going to experience will differ. Here's the real question, Nate. Here, here's the real question, Nate. Are you doing a graphical comparison for the PS One version and the Xbox One X version? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? I need not? to know which one looks better. It's fucking Game Explained did a N sixty four versus Switch comparison to Smash Brothers. Like Game Game Explained did a. Game Boy Color of Pokemon Yellow versus Let's Go. <laughs> but they also did the Final Fantasy VII remake versus Final Fantasy yeah. VII and got a I bunch mean, of views. I I probably I probably won't get Resident Evil at launch, so I can't do that comparison. Okay, I, okay. I am. I am. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Yeah, maybe yeah. Capcom will send it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna be picking up and streaming the whole thing. This will be the first time that I actually go through like Resident Evil 2 not scared because I played the game when I was a kid and have not replayed it like uh-huh. and I was just scared I would die all the time I beat it man but it took me forever I was I, trash I, remember I, I to rented to, it yeah I rented over two weekends yeah yeah I used to go to the like the little mom and pop shop uh there was a place called player one and I used to go there and play it and get my butt kicked literally like every <laughs> single time and then just and like sometimes they would just they would feel sorry for me they would just let me play because it's like a, back then it was a dollar for an hour so they would just let me play for over that, like, you know, so they would just let me play. because they, they let you keep your dad on like a memory card. They were cool with that. Yeah, you had memory oh, cards wow. that you rented, but they were really nice. Like that's where I got the name of my, my 
channel player essence the place was called player one so ah. so yeah um yeah and i love that place i used to go there and play all the systems that i that i couldn't afford and the games we, that i couldn't afford so this this rich kid in my neighborhood would get the ps1 games and nobody else could and so since disc one was one character and disc two was another character he would lend out whatever character he wasn't playing so i'd play claire for a while and he'd ask for it back and then i'd beat his leon a bunch of times <laughs> nice uh and then we that, have, bro uh, that broke kid life going on right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, why? Wyatt says I really want to port. I really want them to port Zelda Twilight Princess HD on the Switch. I want mm. it so bad. That'd be kind of cool to see uh, Twilight Princess again. I, I played that on the. I remember playing that on the Wii a lot and thought it was all right. But I liked Wind Waker more. I've used it a few times though, man. I don't know. I think wouldn't it be cool if they like, they like remastered, like remade, like Minish Cap or something like different? Ooh, like, from, that'd be cool. Yeah, you know, like something else instead of like we we just. That's actually oh. one of the uh, one of the super chats talks about Game Boy Advance games. Because well, I, I beat it on the GameCube, I beat it on the GameCube Wii and the Wii U, and I'm like, man, another one. I mean, that'd be cool, but man, there's a lot of Zelda games that they haven't done yet. Yeah, Minish Cap would be interesting. I, I would love to see a lot of people have asked for uh, Oracle of Ages and mm. Oracle of Seasons. People that have asked for awesome. a combined edition to be great. That'd be so cool. Yeah. yeah. And with the good relationship uh, between Nintendo and Capcom these days, uh, mm -hmm. with Mega Man 11 coming out to the Switch, and uh, uh, also all the other Mega Man collections and Capcom collections that have come, uh, I definitely see that uh, as a possibility. Especially the, the they're probably the most underrated Zelda games uh, of all. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. What about like they should do Beautiful Joe? That's what they should do. I bring that up every time. <laughs> Secret. Uh, yeah, I just got that one too uh, from GameStop on uh, on the GameCube. Um, uh, Gibby says, "I just want Nintendo to announce themes and party chat for Switch." Yeah, yeah uh, themes themes is the thing everyone keeps asking for. Basically, be able to customize it beyond what is it like light like night or night mode and like day mode or whatever, where it's just like a white background or like a like a dark gray background. I'd mm -hmm. be fine if they just allowed you to use like the in-game screenshots you take from games to make that. Oh a yeah, background. oh that's a good idea. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Hmm. That seems like that should be easier than they're making. Yeah, but then they don't make money. Ah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's better People than. You know, taking an image of Breath of the Wild, be like, "Oh, this is perfect for a background." They can't sell you that. They will make it exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online. Oh man, that's the way of improving the service. You, you have to be online to install your background. <laughs> oh <Wow>. gosh. <laughs> uh, to Trollosaurus says, uh, "With Square Enix porting older Final Fantasy games to Switch, do you think uh, we will see them port some Dragon Quest or Chrono? I guess the older Whoa. ones." Even. Yes. Oh. That'd be great, yeah. A Chrono, Chrono Trigger, absolutely, 100%. Mm. But old Dragon Quest would be so interesting. Like the old, old ones? Like uh, yeah. like, grab, like Dragon Quest Three from the Super Nintendo that, or Super Famicom that never came out here? Mm -hmm. I had to, make, yeah. I had to make, the re make the reproduction for that. And because it's a six megabyte game, you had to use several chips and like wires everywhere. And it was one of the worst things ever. Yeah, that, they should do that. <laughs> Dragon Quest Three was actually cool when they remade that on the Super Famicom. That was a cool game. Yeah, they should do that. They should. Um, even if they sell it, like, I mean, we have, um, he calls doing a great job with Sega M2, man. I can't wait to see them take a shot at a dreamcast game. That's going to be cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They are doing some ridiculous stuff with the Genesis right now. Uh, let's see. I had that. And then, uh, Joe says, you guys know the Senra and Kagura games aren't dating Sims, right? Also, can we get Tokyo Mirage sessions uncensored for switch? That would be a good thing. Mm. I love Tokyo Mirage Sessions. That game is amazing. It was just there was just some issues with uh, 
the controls and or with how they did it and the censorship if they remove that and then they made it to where you can you don't have to look at the gamepad for every like for the cell phone messages it would be perfect is, is that the one where you had to use the gamepad and the pro controller at the same time Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's you not. Cannot use <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles X does that as well too, which is just like I don't understand this type of game design from Nintendo. I remember playing Xenoblade Chronicles X back then on the gamepad, and I remember the gamepad. I couldn't read the text very well on there. Oh god, it's so small. I, I, I didn't. I didn't mind how small it was. I hated that you had to do dumb stuff with it, like, oh, I'm installing uh, all these sensors for uh, getting resources. Let me look at spreadsheets for an hour. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't understand why you couldn't just have an overlay on, on the screen. Like, if you're going to use the Pro Controller, then use the Pro Controller. If you're going to use the gamepad, then use the gamepad. Why make you use a combination? Then the back of the box, I should say, Wii U Pro Controller plus gamepad. It shouldn't mm. say, because if you don't have the gamepad, you literally can't do certain things. So it should say plus. It should be a combination of the two. It shouldn't be like just one or the other because that's yeah, the, and, like and that's the challenge of with some of these ports uh, when it comes to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, you need to make them all functioning as well in portable mode. And that can be a challenge. Uh, like uh, even for Metro Prime Trilogy HD, uh, Metro Prime 3 Corruption used a lot of motion controls. Mm -hmm. So it will be very hard to play it in a portable mode. The same goes with Skyward Sword HD. Mm. Uh, just says uh, just has a dollar. No message, thank you. Uh, Oren says, I want a port of Xenoblade Chronicles X. That game is amazing. There's a lot of rumors going around about that. So mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe you'll see it pop up. Because uh, it's it's been going around a lot. Uh, Jay Sender says, "Do you think we'll get a a new Legend of Zelda in 2019? Either a 2D-ish top-down or a Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword HD port? I, I think I think the 2D-ish one is most likely. Mm -hmm. To be honest, yeah. for 2019, because Breath of the Wild apparently is 2020 based on what King Zell said. Mm -hmm. So he said next year. You know, for fans of uh." Breath of the Wild. I think the 2D ish one will probably be ready first. So apparently they want to make Zelda a yearly thing. So there you go. Um, not necessarily Zelda games. I guess just Zelda themed games. Like I guess uh, what uh, the Hyrule Warriors would have counted. Yeah. I guess Remaster Souls could count within that. Mm -hmm. Yep. In that case, yeah, it actually shouldn't be too hard to make Zelda a, uh, a yearly thing. I think it's been a yearly thing for like. The last eight years, so that's yeah. been a really thing for a, for quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and when when the comment came out, people were like, "Oh my god, this is great!" It's like it's kind of been that way since the start of the 3ds. Yeah, maybe when they commented on it, they were basically just saying we're going to keep it going like that. I guess I don't know. That's I, I forgot they even said that to be honest. After uh, yeah, I guess the, the only year they didn't have anything Zelda was in 2012. Then they just had that Zelda. Well, they had the the Zelda theme park in uh, Nintendo Land. Hmm. Um and uh, Matthew says Metroid other M HD remaster which fixes many of the complaints with the game. I don't know people. A lot of people didn't like other M for whatever. I reason. hate hate that game. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to go back to that. I don't think Nintendo wants to go back to that the story. I mean, I don't know how they. Yeah, would, yeah. yeah. They don't want to make that the character of Samus. Oh my yeah, God. they probably don't want to make that canon since they're doing Prime Four right now, right? They probably don't want to mess around with that. Well, it's, it's, well, it, it's, it's canon. canon. Yeah, it's canon in the way that it. it it was basically like a sequel to. Mm -hmm. It takes place what between Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion, correct? Mm -hmm. So it is canon as far as the series combined. Yeah, like the Prime series is its own thing, right? Yeah, it's it's just because of Adam who was uh, the computer yeah. in Metroid Fusion, and then yeah, they had to make him a very important character in in Elder Ram, and that's why it will remain canon for mm -hmm. all foreseeable uh, future. Boo. 
until it gets uh, retconned like Dragon Ball Z. Or like, it could. You never yeah. know, man. <laughs> uh, Jose uh, says, GBA should come to Nintendo Switch, and tomorrow it's my birthday. Well, happy birthday, Jose. And yes, Game Boy Advance should absolutely come to the Switch. They should bring all of their legacy systems to the Switch for Dude, under Nintendo Online. I love it. Dude, I'm such a huge Game Boy Advance collector. I've been messing with it a bunch again lately now that I have an HDMI GameCube uh, setup. Yeah, that Eon Adapter is awesome. Oh my gosh. And so there's so much stuff like Golden Sun. I say this all the time. I want Golden Sun. I want Advanced Wars. I want those on Switch. Yeah, absolutely. Everything should come over to their online service because if they did that, eventually they could probably charge $6 a year and, and people would actually be okay with that. Yeah. But I think Nintendo, uh, for the moment, want to focus on the big titles. Uh, like, we still don't have a Mario Kart. We still don't have a new Paper Mario. Pikmin 4. <laughs> Where, where's that game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was supposed to have been done, right? Yeah. Huh. Unless it was Hey Pikmin. But... Huh. Maybe, there you go. Maybe they'll show it uh, this next Direct. There you go. <laughs> uh, Dragon says, do any of you know what's happening with Pillars of Eternity 2 for Switch? Uh, was slated for holiday last year. Was no show. Still no release date. I'm not sure. Did it, why. Did it, weren't they having uh, troubles as a studio? Whether they were not financial, but they were saying that they they were trying to restructure. I thought they put. I thought they pushed that. I thought. I feel like the Dead Fire got pushed. If I'm not, if I'm not thinking. Right. Right. It looks like it's going to be February. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, yeah, there it is. It's now releasing um, in 2019 on Switch. So it yeah. got yeah. that was a uh, uh, second week in December. They pushed it to next year. Pushed. Yeah. So. Oh, these screenshots. Ooh. That's done by uh, Obsidian, though. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, but a lot of people people really like that game. I never got into the Pillars of Eternity stuff. I really like that game, though. Uh, cool. So we'll come back to the super chats at. Uh, probably about 40 minutes from now before we finish up with some Q and a and stuff and uh, go through. So let me ask you guys about persona five R it was shown very briefly. They basically did an announcement for an announcement mm -hmm. uh, March. We'll find out more. They didn't really tell us anything other than they showed us a PlayStation logo. So I guess mm -hmm. it's coming to the Vita and uh, it's, it's a Vita. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Better be. I think you mean the new PlayStation Portable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, com it's, it's coming out in March. We just know it's coming to the PS4, most likely, uh, for now. We don't need Persona R. We need Persona S. Well, so, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to float a conspiracy theory. I've seen a lot of people saying this, and I actually agree with it, which is that I think Persona R is going to turn out to be like a VR expansion. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. or, or something PlayStation-focused. And separately, we are going to get Persona 5 on the switch but i do think it's going to be called s persona 5 s i'm okay with that yeah persona 5 r as a vr thing would be trippy i don't i don't know how that would like that well, persona 5 looks weird enough on the tv i don't know how that would look in I, vr i feel like people have done some mock-ups and one of the things is that since that game has such a circular art style like your combat everything is so circular in a way i think it would make sense visually like when you're in it interacting with objects or doing combat it would look pretty cool if it works so would it be a first-person view, or do you think yeah. you would be able to yes. observe the characters and stuff? No, like that? so that, I'm, I'm my own shot that our guess is that it'll be a first-person, and it may probably just be like one more extra crazy dungeon that you spend like 10 hours in. Okay, okay. Hmm. Uh, that'd be interesting. So they're not going to, you don't think they'll sell it as a whole new SKU or anything? It'll just be an add-on to Persona 5 or like a $50 thing? I, I think it may be its own SKU, but I, I think it'll probably be like called like, uh, it'll be like an inside the mind of Joker, like that we go into his mind palace or yeah. something. I don't know. I'm so so pretty much Persona Five with an expansion. 
Yes, exactly. But sort of like the Far Cry New Dawn thing, this standalone DLC thing is clearly making a bunch of money for people. So I think that's what it may be. It's just like a standalone expansion. Hmm. Okay. Maybe it's like a VR as an option because like you can still play like the new missions and stuff not in VR too. Because like Japan, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how much Japan is into like the whole VR type of thing. Persona's oh right, yeah. Japan, so I don't think they do both. I mean that'd be cool. I mean if Dude, they did Persona in yeah. VR, I mean I I I try it somehow. I'd, <laughs> I want to play it somehow. So, hey man, PlayStation VRs keep dropping in price, dude. They're they're they were so cheap over the holiday season. It was crazy. You need v games. V VR streaming <laughs> is so fun to watch. OJ, if you stream a, a Persona VR, if that ends up being real, if you stream it, I will donate. That would be so fun, man. <laughs> yeah, because we'll get it though. Then I then, there we go. I got to get it now. <laughs> if you stream it, we have the chat like in the in the visor, so you can see it while it's yeah. going. It's kind of neat. Uh, it's kind of cool. That sounds uh, like I'm gonna get a headache. Like you do, yeah. <laughs> Short term, there, there, there's videos of people like vomiting and stuff on it's, screen from just having chat in their eyes for hours. It's, so it's like, I mean, it depends. Some people aren't really affected by VR like that. Some people are. So it's um, you have to basically go try it out and see what you think. Uh, but VR, I still think has a long way to go. Well, you get I, rid of I played VR, games, man. Oh, okay. I played, yeah, I played at E3 a number. I a few years I played it at E3 and I was just like doing all this stuff like because Sony puts you like you know at e it was like E3 like 2015 or 26 I forgot which one I played it at 2015 or something like Sony would like you had to walk all the way up the, these stairs to get to like to the e, like to, to the top to play it, and people were just over there just like oh my god so you just yep. see people in the, like in the air just playing in VR that's what I was doing like the line was hella long like oh, two man. hours two three hours to play some stupid vr game but yeah i i, I played i mean it seems cool enough it's just not my thing but yeah, yeah. if they did persona vr that'd be I, i'd try it. i'd try it at least so okay okay yeah it'd be, it'd be interesting just to see how it looks that's that's my biggest thing is how it actually like looks when you're playing it because those kind of visuals i don't know i mean it probably run really well because it's basically was a ps3 game that they moved over to the ps4 but mm -hmm. uh it'd be, it'd be interesting that'd be cool i mean what if it's not if it's not that max do you think it's just them adding on to the story or just more content and putting it, it out again if if it's not that, this is a huge expansion. Okay. I think it may be uh, more stories, more dungeons, sort of the way uh, I'm going to make a weird analogy, but La Noir, where La Noir much later on did extra cases that take place before the game ended. It could be that of like here's some extra little cool activities that took place during the story. Yeah, I mean they sell well, you know, whenever these uh, yeah. different different games come out that are basically uh, uh, tack on to the older game. Yeah, that would sell well. So yeah, why not? Why not? Um, but yeah, what do you guys think about Persona 5 S? And if that's a Switch thing that's that's coming out anytime soon? Let me just say this. Um, my main concern about not having a Nintendo Direct next week is mostly tied to the fact that they are not ready to show Joker gameplay in uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, mm. and that Persona 5 S will likely then be a full release. That's... That's the feeling I have, because they want to focus on the Persona R stuff now in March, and then they want to bring the... Uh, when that is out, come at E3, and yeah. Uh, or pretty much with the uh, April, say in April Direct. If we have one now in January, that would be a perfect uh, moment to bring it up. Okay. I thought it was weird that they did the Persona 5 R announcement for when you can find out more information. It, it seemed weird that they wouldn't have just told us about it now, unless they literally don't have anything ready for it. But then I don't know why you would have announced it. Uh, it's almost like they maybe have other something else to announce later, you know, a, a Persona mm -hmm. 5 game uh, on mm -hmm. another platform, maybe. Who knows? People, people are very, uh, people are 
I think people would be surprised if it showed up on the Switch. If, if you look online, a lot of people do not think it's possible for Persona 5 to leave the PlayStation. I so, so here's the thing I feel like people need to kind of put in the back of their minds, which is that we don't know if there's an exclusivity contract for certain, but what we do know is that Persona 5 is by far the highest selling Persona ever now. And I think they want to keep that rolling. Like once you've managed to find your gold mine, you port it and port it and port it. It's like yep. Skyrim syndrome. Put it everywhere. Yeah, they put Skyrim on. They put it on the Alexa, Amazon Alexa. So why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, one thing we uh, can't forget in this uh, context is that uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five is in the, on the development for Nintendo Switch, uh, and uh, I think that uh, Persona Five S would be a perfect build-up this year if Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming out next year in 2020 for Atlas. Perfect. They would sell so many copies of Persona Five on the Nintendo Switch. Obviously, you have the exclusivity thing, but now for Smash Brothers, that is the first step. Next one to bring a port to the Nintendo Switch, maybe not with the uh, R stuff, but just the regular uh, Persona Persona 5 game. And then next year, Shin Megami Tensei 5. It, it was interesting that they put uh, Smash Cross Persona 5 rather than Smash Cross Persona Q2 or something when they showed Joker. So they, they made sure to point that one out. I mean, I think that's just because the character is more known for Persona 5 than yeah. Persona Q. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the that's the point everyone always makes right now is that Persona Q two is uh is why Joker's in there and it's like well they said Persona five so okay they they could have mentioned Persona Q two like even like if you go on like the Nintendo's like announcements on the Nintendo Switch news page like they could have mentioned Persona Q two but it doesn't seem like anybody's in a rush to port Persona Q two or talk about it doesn't like Nintendo or Alice are in a rush to do anything with that game so the real question is is if Persona five comes to the Switch can we get Sean to actually play it then. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if, I get, if I get a review copy, it just depends. Like, like there are games that I want to play, and there are games I still want to play. But it's just like if I have like work related stuff going on, like review copies and shit. Like, I just end up forgetting about the game, and like I'll go back in time and you know finish up a game or play a game or something like that. I mean, it's a series that I know nothing about, so that's why I never talk when we talk about Persona because I've never played a Persona. I don't know anything about I would love Persona. to see your take on it just because of that. Like you've never played any of these weird Japanese Persona style games or anything because they there were some really weird ones back in the day. Like I like, feel like I have cuz I've played I'm trying to think of like a weird JRPG that maybe I've played that would surprise me. Did, uh, did you play Nocturne? No. Did you play Digital Devil Saga? I've played some Shimagami Tensei's. I played, um, what was the one? Uh, Strange Journey, I think it was called. Okay. On the DS? Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, you got to play these ones. <laughs> these ones are. are, are... Like, yeah, yeah, like, for yeah. example, in Digital Devil Saga, uh, the idea is that you are um, cannibals and you have to eat other people to get stronger. Mm-hmm. Or you, <laughs> like, you're a teenager who shoots itself in the head to reach. Yeah, yeah. Persona yeah. 3, okay. you have to commit suicide. Yeah. Well, I, I want to see Sean because so Sean, one of the biggest things, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh when you hear this, but a big part of it is that everybody basically that there's characters you can date throughout the course of the game, and people in the fan base debate who the best girl to date is. So it's like a super serious RPG with like this crazy epic tale, and people just argue like, all right, which one of these girls is the hottest? Wow. 
So you know all that shot. I can't wait to see Sean be like, look, man, this is the best girl, all right? Don't get in my face. <laughs> it's an interesting, it's an interesting setup and story, though. I think I think you'd actually like it, Sean. It's very, very long. Like Persona's gonna take you a hundred hours to beat it. Yeah. Okay. Minimum. Yeah, and the main problem with that game is that it take it's a big investment and a big time investment. And you first get the payoff after like 50, 60 hours. Yeah, it takes a lot. <laughs> like it's one of those games where yeah. people, you know, people like always that. tell you they're like, uh, it gets good after 20. 25 or 30 hours that's 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 actually persona 5 like it gets good after I, 20, 20 I, I i'd say it gets amazing that long in i think it's good early on but yeah you're right in that like when it fully like you seriously see a tutorial screen about 25 yeah. hours in yeah. it's like all right here's how your clan reputation works yeah. Wow. yeah yeah so i would it's worth checking out though if it shows up there otherwise get it on the ps4 and and play i, I think it'd be an easier game to play on your switch though just because a lot of people prefer rpgs on portable systems if they're watching TV or something. And yeah, the whole balance of that game when it comes to the uh, daily uh, chores that you do yeah. and then also the action gameplay, it will it will work perfect. You can play in short sessions and yes, it will take a long time to complete, but at least you will have uh, a feeling of progression and that's uh, and that's great. Yeah. So I would I would I would check it out Sean if it shows up there. Um Especially since you went away on hot on uh, on for Christmas break, and you said you played a lot of like offline games and stuff while you were there. That's that's like oh, the offline game to play. Like that is it right there. You could spend so long playing that game. Pretty much what, over Christmas break, like I was I was playing games that I haven't played. I actually played um, both Doom and Wolfenstein for the first time since those patches came out because I wanted to see how they looked. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, Sean, you want to you know the mad box, right? That mad box, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk box. about that for a second? I mean, it's 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 weird because first off, it's slightly mad studios, yeah. which is a company that has literally only made racing games. Um, yep. you would know them from Project Cars, uh, too. Project Cars, Project Cars 2. They did a need for speed as well. But now they're wanting the, the CEO of the company is making the Mad Box, which is going to rival the PlayStation and the Xbox or the PlayStation 5 and the next Xbox. It'll release in three years. It's going to have 60 frame per second per IVR. It's going to have no exclusives because they don't care about exclusives. And it's 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 never going to come out. Yeah. That's weird. Insane. Yeah. Did you see the mock-ups of it? Yeah, I saw them today. <laughs> they look like PCs. Well, that's what the guy said, and he was like, "Well, well, when you take away, uh, when you strip down a PlayStation Four and an Xbox One, they're essentially PCs." Yeah, but like you look at it, and they glow all different <laughs> colors and stuff. And if, if you look at something like the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One, which are designed to go under your TV and entertainment center, they're very minimalistic. If you look at it like head on, mm -hmm. uh, that's on purpose because you don't want this big glowing orange little creature thing on the side of your console that just you know makes the entire room glow orange or something that's for people who want to build a pc and put it on their desk and show it off if you get a little box you're just getting it because you want to put it in the living room and well the, the weird thing is like one of the things he was harking on if you um if you read the variety write-up because i guess he emailed variety and told them about his stuff was how he felt that um console gaming was a monopoly right now and it's like no like you have sony does their thing you know great first party exclusives and 
all the third party support. Microsoft doesn't have the first parties, but they do things in a different manner with shit like Games Pass and stuff like that. It's very unique. And then Nintendo is just like in in the other side of the room, just like doing whatever the fuck they want to do. It's like mm-hmm. it's 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 not a monopoly. Like if anything, the GameCube, uh, Xbox, and uh, PlayStation Two era was more of a monopoly because all those systems were doing the exact same games and the exact same things and everything about them was the same except the exclusives. And then you don't even want exclusives on your platform. So it's like... Yeah, you're not going to sell very well, but that's basically a Steam box he's describing. Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking about. It was just like, okay, is he going to sell all his games for Steam on on this system? Just that he's going to make it so you connect it to the TV and pay a little bit less than you would have for a gaming PC. Uh, well, here's people have tried that before, but yeah. here's the best part because there's a twist to the story. All right, I'm ready for this. All right, get ready for this one. He's posting on Twitter, right? And guess who pops in underneath him that says, I want in? Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy shows up and is <laughs> yeah. like, I want in. So what do you what do you think happens here uh, when, he, when he says that kind of stuff, right? He shows up. You, you assume something's going on right away. Maybe the guy that's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get Soldier Boy in. He, he, he proceeds to troll Soldier Boy instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he starts posting pictures of him on his yacht with a bunch of women flying through, like, the water. Like, Soldier Boy posts a picture of him with stacks of money. The CEO posts a picture below him with a bunch of money. It's like, what? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I want to know how that CEO has that much money. When he, when he posted the yacht, I was like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Because I, like, I didn't know Project Cars that lucrative, but all right. It wasn't. It was, the first game sold pretty good. The second game, I wow. remember it being a flop. And you look at their gaming pedigree, it's not like they've had a bunch of huge games. So, some of these dudes, I, I can tell you for a fact, some of these dudes get rich off making failed games where they get investor money to create it. They don't sell any copies, but they still got paid by that investor money. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what Project they might, was. They the might also have stock, stock portfolios, too. I mean, if you look at, like, Cliffy B, he's got all sorts of stuff, you know, that he doesn't, yeah. he gets a bulk of money, he invests it, and then they make more money off of other things, and they just don't talk about stuff like that. So mm-hmm. It's interesting they want to do a, a system costs a lot of money. So it's mm-hmm. interesting that they want to invest in that. I don't know. I don't. I don't see that going very well unless they get some studios. It is also good publicity stunt, if anything, for the next game. Like, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they said they're talking Nvidia also, which is weird. And AMD, I thought. They yeah, said. I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that. Apparently, they're going to design a whole board, and it's gonna. It's not going to be like modular parts or anything like that. So I. So is I this gonna? So you, I, I have not. I've been out of the office for a long time, so I haven't seen anything about this. So he's basically trying to sell us, like the first VR specific console. That's the idea. Is no. it just for VR? No, no not it, even that. He no, mentioned it, VR, but he mentions VR, but it's it's an all inclusive console that's oh. gonna be amazing. Mm. Mm. It sounds it's it's not focused enough. Like it just sounds like too too wide of a net. Uh, let's, um, let's move on from that. Let's go to a few discord questions that Evan sent over. Let's see. Oh, there's actually a couple of them. Uh, here we go. This one's from, uh, Gary says some, saw some screenshots of streets of rage Four. what Nintendo or Sega games. Would you like to see sequels to, or actual games remastered from eight bit to dreamcast and gamecube skies of Arcadia. Arcadia. Yeah. Xenosaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six, gen- six generation is dope. Give me all the best six mm-hmm. generation. So I'll give you, I'll give you a good one. That's uh, that it, the first Metal Gear Solid. 
I'll give you a better one. Metal Gear Solid Three. I'll give you a better one. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Are you trying to say Metal Gear Solid Three better than the original Metal Gear Solid, like the PS One game? Yeah. So what about Twin Snakes? You're trying to tell me that Metal Gear Solid Three is better than Twin Snakes because that's the remake of the original one. Oh shit! Yeah, Yeah. it is. (laughs) I I and and this is coming from (laughs) someone who literally at one point in his life got a sketch done for a foxhound tattoo on his arm like i was a huge diehard metal gear solid Solid three subsist like the subsistence or whatever you talk about that one i mean you can talk about any metal gear solid three metal gear solid three yeah snake eater as a game is a better game than the original metal gear solid i can say i personally have more fun with the first game but i can definitely agree that the third game is the best and the best ending like the camo system the story the the only thing the only thing that was weak the only thing that i will definitely give metal gear solid one the the benefit of the doubt is is in the like sub bosses like the sub bosses you know psycho mandis vulcan raven they were much more interesting than what you had in metal gear solid 3 with like the fear and crap like that but i I think overall overall metal gear solid 3 i mean metal gear solid 3 is a game that you could still play you know i played it a billion times but i could still play it and find a codec that i didn't know about or find something that i didn't know about or trigger a certain sequence like that game was just next level you you ever done a no kill run where you beat the whole game without killing anybody no i've tried it, it takes so long dude it takes so long it had the best character in the in like the entire series too in that game the boss the boss yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she's awesome oh my gosh um young she, ocelot i love the young ocelot too yeah I just, so, so cool to see his progression as a character I, yeah I, I just love boss how she keeps just ripping your gun apart you see her like five times she just, every time just dismantles your gun i love that that's such a good like get gimmick. the fuck out of here get out of yeah. here you little bastard uh twin, twin snakes had the best cutscenes though that's the one where like snake like flips off a rocket and like, was about to say, yeah or when, when when he matrix jumps away yeah. from the- <laughs> that's the best cutscenes you just go on youtube and watch it someone compiled a whole thing like compilation of all the cutscenes just go watch that that's the best part of the game <laughs> the day that came out my friend bought a gamecube and brought it over to my house and we just beat it and the whole time we were so into the matrix at the time we were just like oh my god oh man yeah, that, that game was great because too it was cheaper too when it launched it was I think it was like 40 bucks right yeah, yeah. More expensive now than it is then. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was so bucks, and Konami missed out on money because they would have got sixty for me easily. For <laughs> that was the uh, the X the X collection is more expensive now than it was then too. The X collection was like thirty bucks when it came out. I thought on the GameCube. Yeah, it was like forty. It was thirty four. It's like it's it's much more expensive now on the GameCube than it was then. But maybe we could get a Metal Gear collection on the Switch, just in a classic I mean, style. Konami missed out. Port- they, they gave us something really bad. What did they give us? It was something really dumb that they gave that, us. That track and field game. Oh my gosh! But it was like a compilation game is coming, and I was like, it's Metal Gear Solid, and then it shows up and it's track and field. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, uh, the no. thing of it is, is like they've done you know standard you know H the upreses of the games before just port it just port it uh, to me to me metal gear a metal gear compilation would be like an arkham city thing mm. i don't need anything extra i don't need anything extra i just want to play this game wherever i go and like i will be a happy camper like yeah but see what, what do you include with it do you throw in twin snakes metal gear solid 2 metal gear solid 3 and peace walker or do you just do two and three with peace walker, peace walker. 
Oh, you, uh, probably two and three in Peace Walker because it seems like they yeah. never touch they never touch Metal Gear Solid One. I would but, like to think that's because they're going to do a massive remake of it or something, but that's probably wish that's probably wishful thinking right there in the Metal Gear Survive engine. Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. with that game. I mean, they could do one, two, and three and have twin snakes on it and that for one, and then that will be the big drawing point for people. It's like, oh, you could finally play twin snakes, you know, again, if you know, so like I feel like that would be a drawing point for people to want to pick that up. Yeah, I, like I just hope that Konami is beyond that pachinko stage. Yeah, yeah. ready to start uh, talking again or bringing something uh, of Metal Gear or Castlevania, but Metal Gear will never be the same again after Kojima left and moved on to better things. Well, I mean, in all truth, it's not like Metal Gear really was what it used to be, even under Kojima. I mean, look at Metal Gear Solid Five. What the fuck was that? Well, yep. it was rushed. Come on. Yeah, the ending was, was working rushed. on the game for like five years, and it was still rushed. It was yeah. rushed. Oh, well, because there was like two parts, it was like ground zeros, and it was like Metal Gear. The, Solid. the ending, you could tell, like he was getting kicked out or something was happening. You could tell mm -hmm. at the end. Uh, if it was so rushed, but uh, like four was really good too. That was still done. Mm -hmm. Oh, four was amazing. To me, the series died when Hater left, or they kicked him out as Man. the voice actor yeah. of Snake. Yeah. That was when everything went to shit for me. I was like, okay, piss off. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't want Queefer Sutherland here. But that's also when things started going downhill for Konami, pretty much. Yeah. So, let, me, um, um, let me go on to the next question here. Do you think Bethesda can come back from the Fallout 76 mess? Or are they tainted forever? Yes. Um, I, I am hoping so. I, I think as soon as they come out and show us some Elder Scrolls 6 mm -hmm. footage, everybody's going to instantly forget. But it has to be, it, we agree it has to be at least good, right? Like they cannot, yeah. people are going to be, they're going to be like looking under like a magnifying glass yeah. for anything bad. So For the first time ever with a Bethesda game. Right. Yeah. But like now more than ever, you know, now it's like, well, it's I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Fallout games and Elder Scrolls games have always been buggy as hell. I remember playing Oblivion on my um, Xbox 360, and I was like 30, 40 hours into the game, and I did a side quest that ended up glitching my game and ruining my save file, and there was nothing I could do about it. I, I think what they're going to do is, so I've been uh, monitoring a lot of the, the social media of Bethesda. All their people are silent right now. All their PR people, all the developers, everybody just went silent other than these like automated messages that pop up occasionally like, hey, a new patch is coming. I think mm -hmm. that it's going to stay that way until E3 and then they're going to come out with like some big Elder Scrolls 6 like, hey, please, please stop hating well, I thought, us. I thought Starfield was next. Is it? Uh, if Starfield's coming up next, mm -hmm. my my fear is that Starfield at best is gonna look half as good as the Outer Worlds. Like Outer Worlds looks so perfect. It like, looks it looks much more focused. Yeah. It's, but it's, this is the problem I have with Bethesda these days, and that is that they lost some of the passion. They're just bringing out new games because they have to bring out new games. And Starfield is an attempt to create something new, something that they can be excited about. Because Fallout is just, okay, another Fallout game, another Fallout game. The same goes with Elder Scrolls. And I just feel like they need to reignite the passion within Bethesda because Fallout 76 was just a, a product of greed. Let's face it. Well, so I can, I can confirm from people I've gotten to talk to who actually worked in Fallout 76. They thought that was the best game they've ever made. Right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's baffling to us on the outside, but everybody inside of Bethesda thought that that game was perfect. And it's so weird because like from the outside, it's like, 
how like how did you not see that this was a giant empty sandbox but mm -hmm. so i i think that it's just that bethesda doesn't know what they're doing straight up really bethesda yeah. doesn't know what they're doing like, like, <laughs> how? like they they no longer have a taste test you know they can't they mm. can't determine their own barometer of how is this project going like they don't have that well, outside vision anymore. I, 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 I was a serious question i wasn't i was because i know you have you have ties to bethesda so i mean is that really that the, the attitude in there like, I, that really I, that's my thought. Everybody inside thinks that it's smooth sailing. Everybody thinks, mm. man, we're making more money. We're getting more success. We're putting out less games and having higher sales. Like everything's winning. So I think this is the first time where they're agreeing like, oh no, like we're not invincible. So mm. would you say that Bethesda has the Ubisoft syndrome? It, yes, the Ubisoft syndrome of 2013 though, or sorry, uh, 20, 2012 when they were trying to do the online pass. I think they're having that right now where they've gotten so big and so powerful, they think that they can just make these really dumb moves and yeah, get away with it. Watch Assassin's Creed uh, 4. Yeah. No, yeah. not 4. I mean, uh, what, Unity, of course. Yeah. All I know is Doom Eternal looks awesome, so oh, I'll just look forward to that. <laughs> look I'm forward to that. Switch. Uh, what about uh, our next question? What do you guys think about the passive walking patent from Nintendo? It's gonna be another nothing. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I think it's just something in their R and D department. They're like, eh, and they just sent it out. And it's, it's, it's just like vitality central. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really care about patents like that too much. Sometimes it's funny looking. Like, can you imagine that, like, coming out in five years, and that's part of Labo? Yeah, <laughs> <It's> probably, <laughs> <gonna walk. laughs> probably what it's gonna be. I mean. Dude, Labo can straight up walk. That'd be insane. <laughs> you wake up. Yeah, your switch is walking out. You're like, get back in here. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be crazy. Uh, and the last question. Actually, this might be a good one for OJ, I think. When input delay is a big thing for Smash Bros, should it be better to play always undocked? The physical connected Joy-Cons are much more faster than the GameCube controller. Okay, That's he's trying right. to... He's trying to talk. I don't. I don't know if that's the, the case. First of all, the problem with that is that um, Joy-Con the buttons for just like if you're trying to like short hop and you're trying to do certain inputs, Joy-Cons are not the best controller. It'd be very tough to get used to using the Joy-Cons for like short hopping and things. So really, I think that's dependent on each person. Uh, but I don't really think that there's too much of a difference when you're talking about like the in input delay and everything from uh, using the Joy-Cons compared to using a control, like a, a wired controller. I don't really think there's much of a difference at all. And I don't think the trade-off of using the, the Joy-Con buttons are that being that small and everything. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's necessarily a thing. Uh, so, so okay. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and then this is a good question, I think, for Max and I, because I know we played God of War quite a bit. Uh, I don't know if Conrad, if you played God of War a lot, but... Uh, uh, I just recently started Dad of War. I'm not far past the fight with the stranger. Any tips for a noob? Skills that you focus on learning, etc. I would say focus on maxing out Atreus as soon as possible. Yes, surprisingly, yeah. That's that's the biggest problem I had is Atreus learns stuns and stuff, so he'll actually help you in tougher fights. Yes, uh, and also. There are a lot of optional puzzles early on. Stop and do them. A lot of them only take 30 seconds. You will need the bonuses. Yeah, because eventually mm -hmm. Atreus just starts smacking people around. Like it, he he will start stunning. He has moves that'll like chain lightning to get chain attacks together and it starts hitting everyone. And it, he, he makes life a lot easier. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those few cases where the entire thing's technically an escort mission, but 
the escort is actually able to take care of themselves. So, have you seen people being glitched in the game out and doing stuff and showing like how well programmed he is? You can see his like crazy headshots and stuff. Yeah. And like he magnetizes to you when you start climbing. It cracks me up. Yep. Um, cool. I mean, That's escorts cool. do have to take care of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sean ain't gonna. Uh, what are we? <laughs> You're <a loser> man. <laughs> Let me go to. Uh, did I almost make you spit your drink out? Actually, no, I almost I snorted a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me go right over to uh, EA. I think a lot of people saw uh, this was from uh, OJ. This was from Doctor Eighty One, right? Yeah spotted that it looked like ea was moving over sdks to the switch uh there's a lot of people assuming that meant the frostbite engine which... well yeah because the the same programmer in that in that um his linkedin profile talks about the games like talks about the game like battlefield and stuff in terms of what he's worked on so it looks like looks like it seems like you know it seems like a doc doc always finds you know has good finds on, on linkedin about certain things and then i go in there my linkedin account and i and i try to find it as well and it's always it always comes through so we'll we'll see um it's looking pretty cool i mean if they do get more stuff over i mean i'm not a huge ea fan myself so i probably won't be buying anything uh but i know there's a lot of people that want to be able to play madden you know the frostbite madden or play frostbite fifa you know or play what else is on frostbite need for speed need for speed that's yeah that's on frostbite uh you know, uh, and also there was a guy, Noah, he runs a uh, gamer splash. He said that he talked to one of the guys from EA um, just a bit ago. One of the, the I forgot, I forgot who it was, but he said that he hinted that burnout paradise. They'd probably be, you know, that'd be a game that'd be coming. I was, I was surprised well. it didn't come over in the first place. That actually makes sense for burnout well, the game they'd work on. See, now that's where I'm going to bring this full circle is that the guys LinkedIn said it worked on engineering SDK for switch. And I think it's for previous SDK, so a game like Burnout would come over because the remaster didn't come over when it came to the PS4 and Xbox One. So I think that's really what the LinkedIn profile was indicating. I, I don't know. I don't know if Burnout uses Frostbite. It doesn't. Okay. It, it, it doesn't. uses older engines, and I think that's what that LinkedIn profile was kind of right. talking about. It'd be like so if they wanted to bring Burnout or even a remaster of let's say just say like Mass Effect trilogy for some reason. Mm -hmm. And it's still based on that same engine. I think that's what the LinkedIn profile was mostly talking about. Because in the same profile, the guy also said he's maintaining the SDK for the PS4 and Xbox One, which would include Frostbite. And he doesn't mention that he's also maintaining that same development kit for the Switch. It was just that he engineered to bring over previous software development kits to Switch. Well, another interesting thing that came out from that was um, on Reset Era, one of the, I think it was like a separate developer from DICE actually went there to, because somebody came and said, well, I don't believe this, you know, like, why would they announce this from this studio or this guy or whatever? And one of the developers actually came there and explained like, well, we have teams all over the place. Like, it doesn't make sense to keep an engine just in Sweden or wherever that they're located at. We have teams working on it because of the work schedule. So even when somebody tried to come and dispute what was being said there that one of the guy an actual developer from dice went over there and said no yeah had, you know said that so i mean that was, that was interesting too yeah like i yeah it was something like the guy in era was it was why was this engineer working i think it was out in california he's like why would he have access to frostbite and the guy from dice came in and said well he's like we're a big company the engine is in all different aspects of ea so it's not just stuck you know within our development yeah and and there's different time zones so basically when I, it's almost have somebody 
you know, able to help or be there for frostbite, if, you know, anytime during the day. They need to put Madden on the damn switch. That's like, what I was going to say, Sean. You talked about that before. This is ridiculous. Like, come on now. Like, just put put Madden on the day. If you could put FIFA on the switch, put Madden on the switch. Like, you see, that's it's a tough topic because I agree with you. Madden should be on the switch. But if I'm EA, FIFA is worldwide. Yeah. yeah. Madden so, is North America. And what am I going to get? Okay, let's thousand sales. Is it FIFA, worth that investment? Like, if you go to any European uh, country, uh, like soccer is, yeah, it's pretty much true what football is for you uh, in America. And the thing is that uh, you can't imagine how big FIFA is in Europe. It's like GTA Five level sales. So mm, yeah, and yeah, we, we know we see yeah. <laughs> we, we we know yeah. And, FIFA uh, sells. It's, it's because of our Euro us Europeans that it's at all coming to yeah. <laughs> to like FIFA sells twenty million copies. Madden tops out at eight. But I yeah. feel I feel like in there where there's a will, there's a way. You know, like I, I just feel like it needs to be on there. It's one of those games that should be on there. I mean, it's like NBA 2K isn't you know breaking huge records, but on the Switch, but it's selling well enough to where 2K seems to be happy with it, and they're making yearly versions. I feel like you know if you focus on if you have a small team focused on the Switch version, then it could be worth your while. I don't know. Well, I, it's, yeah. I, to me, it's just one of those games that it seems like, stupid that it's yeah, not. Well, on there. No, yeah. I, I would say, like, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I can say I, my, it's just it's complex in the sense that I view it as if I'm EA, it's gonna cost me let's say ten million dollars to port Frostbite to Switch and get it ad adequately running. Mm -hmm. Now I'm gonna make Madden. I sold two hundred fifty thousand copies in North America. That wasn't worth my time, wasn't worth the investment, it was a wasted project. Now people say, Well, you can do future games. But if the engine is anyway compromised, where the titles are not a good frame rate, not a good resolution, then it's just there's no reason to do well, it. They and can make a custom version of Madden, just like they did with with FIFA, and they had success. So. I mean, couldn't they use the uh, uh, the FIFA engine at least as a groundwork as far as uh, you know AI and you, you know it's. I'm not trying to say that, you know, football and football are the same thing, but you know, there's, a, I feel like there's enough there in terms of AI and your field and things like that to sort of build that as a groundwork. For I think the, one of the problems is, is that Nintendo assisted EA with FIFA. Yeah. That's Will Nintendo come in and help EA build a custom engine for a Madden? They haven't stepped forward to do that yet. And I think that might be the issue. If I was EA, I'd say, let's make an NBA street. Let's make an NFL street. For Switch, mm -hmm. let's not yeah. go with yeah, Madden. Let's make something a little more arcadey. Well, they're not doing any. I mean, let's just be let's just be real though. I mean, EA is taking quite a while. Like, I mean, come on, we're at thirty million systems or whatever at this point, or however much they're at. I mean, they're whereas most of the other third-party developers have done more than like like EA's literally done like nothing on the Switch. I mean, because if you can't account for Nintendo helping with that they've literally done nothing and they're really well, slow compared to other companies not exactly we we had fair we had uh that, FIFA, but that so. wasn't that wasn't done because ea wanted to do it that was done because the, the developers well they even said well we want it on the switch ea said okay but it's not like ea was like uh, supportive towards that or anything they've literally done what i said that's why i said they've literally done nothing like you got any developer that already wanted to make a game and put the game on switch and it it looked like the switch owners would like that type, type of game so they did it but outside of that what else has there's literally been cool. there's like there's nothing. i mean yeah they didn't even bring unravel 2 to switch a game that's perfect mm -hmm. for switch 
The oh, characters yeah. are the color of the Joy-Con. <laughs> right. It was, I mean, it was perfect for local play. You had the Joy-Con. It was the perfect fit for Switch. That was actually, that's actually said, no. yeah. It my, probably would have sold well, my, uh, better than the Xbox version, I think. Hey, I bought it on the Xbox. <laughs> so my, my train of thought is that it'd be worth the investment because at this point we have to face facts. The Switch is going to be around more years now than the PlayStation 4. Like the PlayStation 4 is obviously getting phased out. The Xbox One is being phased out. We're about to see the PlayStation 5 and everything. So if you put in the money to invest developing more stuff for Switch, those engines are going to make you money long. Well, really it comes down to how many Switch systems are in the U.S. right now. Mm-hmm. Do we, how many? How many do we? Th we think it's. We thought it was north of eight million. Well, they announced in December it was what eight point four. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming up on ten million, and I assume at that point EA goes. Oh, maybe. I mean, I don't. Sure we're gonna blame EA, but I think we should also hold Nintendo a little responsible for this. Is that the Wii U was such a disaster that when the Switch oh, was yeah. coming out, EA looked at it and said, "We're not committing anything to you because we gave you Madden, we gave you Mass Effect, we kind of tried on the Wii U, you know, for like a week." And it was a disaster. Oh, like, I had both of those games too. Those <laughs> games were worse than the Xbox. That was another yeah, problem. Those I games mean, were worse than the Xbox 360 version. And yet yeah. we knew it was supposed to, I mean, at least minimum on par. They weren't even on par, you know, with them. So that was the problem with some of the. And it, I mean, games. it didn't help that they came out with Mass Effect 3 on, on Wii U. And then they announced the Mass Effect trilogy for Xbox and PS3 at a lower price that came out like a week before. They had Need for Speed on there too, didn't they? Yeah, that's, yeah, and that was actually a very good version of Need for Speed because it used the PC textures and not the PS3 textures, and it didn't it didn't sell that well. No, it sold like shit because it came out so late. Uh, yeah. and and it full, it came, well, it came far. out yeah. early in the system when the system wasn't selling, but it came out late compared to the other versions of the game, I which were it. on sale for like twenty bucks at the 20, time. You can so get them like, for twenty. Yeah, you can get the Need for Speed uh, games for twenty bucks on PS4 and Xbox but, One. Or I, PS3 I think the developers are finally learning their lesson that in order to sell on the Switch, you need to pretty much release the Switch port at the same time as everyone else, because otherwise it's just going to be put out there to die. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, it, uh, Nintendo had to go get FIFA pretty much. They had to go to EA and said, "We want to put FIFA on here. Let's do it." So I mean, luckily for them, it has worked out. It has sold. Yeah, but maybe they'll go get. Maybe Nintendo will be like, all right, let's go get Madden because we're coming up on ten million in the U.S. Let's do that now. But why, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know why they have to go. Like, they have to go out there and try to get well, it. I mean, because like, casual, people. casual sell system. I mean, there's a lot of people who just buy Madden. No, no, no. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be on. Uh, I'm saying like, I'm saying EA should just want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should just be something yeah. that they want to do. In my if, opinion, but if me, if Nintendo has to go to EA and beg for it then I don't want it. Because that sets a bad precedent of, oh, well, I'm take two. You want Grand Theft Auto? Come beg me for it, Nintendo. Give me an incentive. No, your incentive, my hardware's selling. We have a base. Bring your game to it. If you don't want to bring the game to it, then the hell with you. We don't yeah. want your game. If EA doesn't want to bring Madden, then screw off. You don't want to bring Frostbite? Go to hell. And that's it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's just a fear from EA that they invest way too much into creating a specific switch port and then suddenly doesn't sell. Which and is, which I mean, that's fair considering how the Wii U was, but you would think with all these success stories and the system selling so well, it would just, you know, make, uh, yeah, make a business sense. That's why I feel like you're going to see a lot of Western developers in 2019, at least games announced. But then again, I'm, I'm still surprised we didn't get Madden last year, but maybe this is the year. A lot of the I don't even like football that much. It's just 
football games are weird to me. Like sometimes I literally just crave playing a football game. Like fuck, I really want to play a so football weird. game. You got you got mutant league football. I have it. I I love that game. I think it's super fun. But while I'm playing that, see to me that's like that's like um, arcade <laughs> sports versus real sp- versus you know simulation sports games. Like I could play arcade basketball games all day every day, but then I will be like, okay, I want to play some 2K now. Like I want to get serious. I want to run plays mm-hmm. and shit like that. So I, I, that's just sort of how it works for me. I should do Blitz the League again. I like that game. That game, that dude, that game wouldn't fly in today's era. <laughs> I know, right? Jesus Christ, it was that bad. game was fucked. <laughs> I loved it, but it was like, all right, you're hurt. Here, take some pain pills. Oh, uh, but it was <laughs> pain pills and shit. But it was it was really fun though. It was a fun game. But it, it, reminded, it was very mature rated. Yes, <laughs> I remember playing Blitz. Like it reminded me kind of like what's that show like like Playmakers or whatever too. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it reminded me of that. You should just Practice. play Mutant League football. I mean, it's basically the same thing. You can kill the ref. You can kill the quarterback. It, I mean, it encourages you to do it. Yeah, like there's there's specific plays. There's um because the refs, you can pay off the refs, and the refs will start screwing you. So you have to kill the ref in order to get a new ref in there. Here's a little idea. Yeah, Nintendo take it. We, we had you remember we had Mario Strikers, and many would like to have a sequel. Imagine if they made an American football version of that. That'd be interesting. I mean, well, I, there was I, those, remember those concept arts that someone like yeah, drew up many uh, years ago. Those things were so beautiful. Yeah, I think Next Level Games was exploring that, and Nintendo was like, "Nah." I'd like to see. I'd, yeah, probably because there's like tackle <laughs> violence, and uh, I mean, in, in Mario Strikers, you like straight up tackle people. So yeah, you slide tackle people in that game. So you, you can just straight up. You can like straight up tackle like headbutt people with uh what was it why I think you and imagine the touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would yeah, I'd be I, I would like to see that, but definitely a Mario Strikers one, as long as it's not as bad as the Wii one. Make it the GameCube one. Mm-hmm. So, I don't understand. How did it get worse from like, <laughs> <how did laughs> it it? like you could go in and you could score eight goals at once by moving the Wii remote around? I'm like, no, the like Wii that's what hurt it. That Wii remote. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. It just it just baffles me that it's like, oh yeah, and all of a sudden it got like significantly worse oh, from like yeah. it wasn't even that far from distance. It's like what happened, you know? That's that, that's one thing. But the other thing was that Nintendo significantly lowered the difficulty settings on their sports games. Just look at my well, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games was of course not um, developed by Nintendo, but just look at the, the, the difficulty there is ridiculous. That's that's the thing that puts that franchise completely down. It could have been a good franchise if you had difficulty settings uh let me uh let's go through some of these uh these super chats here before we before we finish up um i'm looking forward to a my friend pager release date in the direct the game looks awesome and isn't coming to ps4 xbox one and i think nintendo will look to promote it i'm hoping for a physical release Hmm. i'm not sure the game is hilarious i hope it comes there okay okay i don't think i've played that one you said it's good it, yeah, it's uh, it's basically it's like a physics shooter as like a joke. Like in one of the clips they showed is a guy threw a frat. It's like a two D, so it's like uh, from the side you see like a side view of like a hallway. I saw a guy throw a pan up in the air, mm-hmm. shoot the pan, and a bullet ricocheted off and hit a dude in the head. That on that's on is that on Steam? Yeah, check that out. It's on Steam. I'm not sure it's out, but it's coming to everything. We haven't heard about it on Switch yet. It's really arcadey. It's very much like a like a side scroller version of Hotline Miami, but even weirder. It looks like digital. Oh, Devolver Digital is putting it. It says platforms are Switch and Windows right now. Okay, there we go. Uh, that's from Trip and Fall. Thank you. Uh, Matthew says, does Nintendo and Square announce a Mario RPG two? 
It'd be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that'd be cool, but no, I don't. I don't think so. Happening. Well, but it, it would be the perfect game for Square to make if they did a, a collab in the style of uh, Mario Plus Rabbits. Like, just, just look at the success that that game had with yeah. uh, Ubisoft, and Ubisoft probably would like to oh make more of that stuff for it because it sells. Unlike yep. our other stuff, Mario Rabbits did well. Yeah, actually, really, really well. And, yeah. and Ubisoft also did uh, Starlink in this. I'm sure that that uh, Star Fox branding sold them so much. It sold. It sold a lot more on the Switch than any other system. Yeah, but As Starlink can... selling a lot more on Switch was like selling ten copies compared to one. Yeah, but but it was pretty clear that Star Fox literally saved that game. Yeah, saved yeah. is a tough term to use here well like it was it was <laughs> without Star Fox, that game would have been disastrous yeah it would have bombed yeah. worse than it did yeah it would have been really bad people didn't like this guy this is cool sean what's his name captain whitebread yeah everyone was starling for this yeah everyone was starling for this almost <laughs> like starling just on sale for like 30 dollars for like the 90 dollar version it's it's almost like we need another star fox game or something if mm -hmm. only there was another star fox game that was being rumored from last year that has that's not even Starlink close to what Starlink is. The thing of it was though, Starlink was really good on the Switch. Like I have, yeah. I paid eighty dollars, whatever the hell it was, for the for the you know cool version, and I had no regrets of spending that much money. I was thoroughly satisfied with the game. I thought it was super fun. I loved the Star Fox stuff because it felt very integrated. Didn't feel tacked on. It felt like it should have been there from the start. So I had a blast with the game. But I could see people. You know, picking up the, you know, what it kind of reminded me of, um, you remember that game, I want to say it was called Spyborgs, it was done by Capcom on the oh, Wii, I remember and it, that game. it was like, it was supposed to be like this big deal, this big exclusive, and mm -hmm. then it completely flopped. Like it sort of reminded me of that. <laughs> well, they, they completely retooled it. It was going to be something like completely different from what they first showed. And then it ended up being nowhere near like there there's gonna be way more characters. I think there's gonna be like four or five characters that ended up only being two characters yep. that you're gonna be able to use. And it just it just wasn't the type of game that they said it was going to be at the beginning, at least. So I remember that I can see the comparisons that you're talking about there. But I think like the monetization options for that game, like how they decided to make their money was complete like what drew people away. You know how many questions I got? Should I buy this? It's it's like 80 bucks. Like, why do I have to buy DLC weapons? Like the digital yeah. version's better, like well, all the weird yeah, the monetization well, options for there was stupid. You yeah. you basically had to get the digital version because if I remember correctly, some puzzles required certain yes. elemental weapons. Yep. So literally, if you didn't have that gun because you didn't buy it, well, you're screwed, son. Yep, yeah, I could do uh, I could do anything with gravity guns at all because I never had them. If yeah. they would have just made a normal game and put all the content in it and then just charge 60 bucks. And then if you want optional the toys, then you can do optional the toys. I think the game would have had a lot uh, more success. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think there was a lot of confusion at retail, but yes. I, I found the game kind of repetitive as well. But that's me. I mean, it was, but I, I loved I, it. I loved I, it too. Yeah, <laughs> it was I one of my it. favorite games the last. Yeah, year. I know. I'm just a, yeah. I know. I'm just a jerk to most games. So <laughs> I'm just going to say that 
Ubisoft, after making Starlink, uh, gameplay-wise, they nailed it. Yeah. And I think that they could definitely make a good Star Fox game. Just make sure that it's not as repetitive as uh, Starlink was uh, and not turn it into a chore because these type of games are supposed to be fun and adventures. Mm -hmm. the, the biggest thing I want in the next Star Fox is that system where I can be on a planet and just straight up fly to mm -hmm. the next planet and take on pirates in orbit, like all one thing. That's what No Man's Sky should have been. Make No Man's Star Fox. Okay. Stop <laughs> making remakes of Star Fox 64. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> you go on to some of these other ones before we finish. Uh, did you try a left NES controller and a right Joy-Con in portable mode for 2D games? It's talking about the uh, the Nintendo online controllers I have. Is there any chance 8-Bit Doe making their own left Joy-Con? Maybe the problem with that is any of these companies that make a Joy-Con don't want to include all the stuff like HD Rumble and everything that goes into it. Uh, and I believe, oh no, that's the right one. The left one doesn't, uh, I was going to say NFC stuff, but most of them don't want to get into that. That's why you have like the Hori one that doesn't have anything other than the D-pad that's on there. Mm -hmm. Um, but technically you could do it, but the problem is because of how square that NES controller is, it's not very comfortable to hold while you're playing. So I don't recommend that. <laughs> but still you can, yeah, in handheld mode, it's a, it's a pain, but I think that controller might get some steam following the launch of New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Yep, that's actually something I was thinking about. If, if it works, that would actually be a cool game to play it with, um, which I'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll be checking out, I guess, this week coming up. But uh, the same game explain was trying it out with. Oh, uh, they tested it, yeah. Okay, then. There you go. Uh, the Super Nintendo controller is what I'm hoping comes out. That would oh, be cool to see. That yes. would be insane because that would probably work with most Switch games almost than the 2D ones because it has the four face buttons. So. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Crease uh, uh, says, "Why is Hideki Kamiya so aggressive on Twitter? Because he can be. He blocked me a long time ago. You know, he, he blocked me and then he unblocked me. So. <laughs> really? He did. He did. He he blocked me too. But then I asked for forgiveness from Blandrew. Got me forgiveness. He said, "Can you please unblock? <laughs> Can you please unblock Player Essence? He really loves your work and talks about it." And then Kamiya was, was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, I'm free. Oh, and somebody must ask for me then. I don't know. Because I didn't have probably had a bad day or something. All right. Everybody tell Jason Schreier to unblock me because that jerk still has me blocked. How is no, he unblock you to call him a jerk? I know, right? This clip, he, people are going to send this clip to him. Dang it. How, how did Sean, how is Sean not blocked by him yet? I don't know. But I'm, I'm still blocked by Camille. I just oh, like, man. I, I'm, I'm not. I see him occasionally on, on Twitter. Like, uh, I love that clip with Camille uh, saying, uh, hello to everyone in America and especially all the cute babes. <laughs> that opening is just so. Oh, yeah. It's, it sums yeah. up Camille perfectly. Uh, Braxton says, watch Nintendo throw us a curve, throw a curveball at all of us and releases Super Mario Galaxy 3 for Switch. Uh, but for real, I want to see a Sonic Adventure remake. We can actually talk a bit about that uh, Sonic Adventure remake uh, here in a second. Let me go through a few more of these. And that'll be the last topic we end with the Sonic Adventure. It's going to be tied to the movies as both take place in uh, San Francisco. Uh, oh. Resi uh, Bri Brian says, Resident Evil Nemesis DLC or sequel? I guess that's for Resident Evil Nemesis, uh, RE Nemesis DLC or sequel. This from Brian. I don't know if he's talking about for that Resident Evil remake that's coming out. If they add that as DLC or, se or a sequel, I guess just full on. Like they remake three, I guess. Um, I'd see. I, they just remake it. Yeah, they probably remake it. Especially if this one does well, they're going to be remake remaking a lot of stuff. They actually mentioned that at one point that like Dino Crisis is apparently on the table from what a lot of people are saying. That'd be cool. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Jay Senator says, I desperately need a new Advanced Wars game, if not for Switch, at least for 3DS. 
Advance Wars might become their next mobile game, to be honest. That's kind of what I'm picturing. Just to be uh, yeah, I don't want to, but you're probably right. Though I think that franchise actually has potential on the Switch, especially what they're doing now with Fire Emblem, uh, mm -hmm. having big battlefields with tanks. I think that could have quite some appeal on the Switch. Um, Wishbone says, if Slightly Mad Studios is joining the console market, why can't Sega? Their last one was a 99, long overdue. They have so many exclusive IPs. They have the IPs, but they don't have the manpower or the money, I guess, to well, do it. Well, and also, Sega makes so much money from so many directions now. Like they're, they have a lot of their games are selling again really strong. They're still making a murdering in the arcade market. Like, why would they funnel that money into a console? But don't right don't forget, they are making that Sega Classic system, and they cut out at games, so it might actually be good. Mm, I'm gonna definitely get my name on the list for that. Yep. So, uh, well, they told us about it last year, and we still haven't heard anything since then. So, yeah. I, I like to think that they actually went back to the drawing board, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna make this good, and we're gonna include, you know, 30 games, but they're gonna be like solid ports and games, and they're nah. really, really good." Just, they probably just hired them. the same company Sony did for the PlayStation Classic. No, you Sony know what they do. You know yeah. what they do. Oh. They, they they get M2 involved, and M2 handles the ports and everything on that. That'd be insane. M2 is good, man. They they would take care of that. Uh, Brian says, forget a new F-Zero. Next racing game is going to be Mario Kart for mobile. That We're supposed to get information oh, yeah. about that soon. Yeah, Mario Kart 2. Yeah. yeah, we should have info on that soon. I, I You know, that could actually work, uh, I'll admit, with the gyro controls on, like, the... Or the accelerator yeah. or whatever on that. I'm still telling you, we're going to be paying for gas. I guarantee you that's <laughs> what they're going to do. There go microtransaction, absolutely, because uh, that's where they're making all their money now, as opposed to Mario Run not making them as much. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, do you think that the, that game will be closer to the arcade versions of Mario Kart or Mario, Mario Kart 8? That's uh, a good question. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I played the arcade version recently uh, for a long period of time, and yeah, uh, definitely that in that less abilities, more cartoonish stuff, bigger explosions, that'll be easier to understand on a cell phone screen. So that's actually a good point. Um, Obsidian, uh, David says Obsidian went for the throat with Outer World. You're absolutely right. Obsidian, mm -hmm. Obsidian had a grudge with them after that Metacritic debacle, so I'm sure mm -hmm. they love showing that thing off with Fallout 76 getting beaten down as much as it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, they must have been popping champagne. They just got bought by Microsoft, and they're showing that game. Oh, that must have been a good day in the Obsidian office. Oh, yeah, the timing at the Game Awards was just perfect for them. Yeah. Oh, man, that must have been great, because that game does look better than what Bethesda's doing right now. Uh, so. a, a lot of the Fallout YouTubers have stopped making Fallout videos and are just talking about Outer Worlds <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, man. And Obsidian will probably work with them much better, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John says, Xbox One, backward compatibility better than Switch Online. Uh, if you do you mean like the, um, I assume you mean the game. Yes. Just whatever, whatever, whatever he is meaning, I would say yes. Yeah. Xbox One backwards compatibility is amazing, actually. If you go look, pop Final Fantasy 13 into your Xbox One X, it, it looks insane. Like it looks so much better. It's oh. crazy. Lost Odyssey as well looks great. Yep. On the yep. That game, that game was six dollars and 75 cents the other day on the xbox and the coolest thing about it, it's not only like you get that but it's like they also make it better because like xbox like lost odyssey is four discs on the xbox one yep. or on, oh, sorry, on the 360 
you just need one disc and it just it, it downloads it from yep. the internet or whatever but i mean that's just so much better that game is such a pain in the in the butt to play <laughs> like all those different discs like swapping them back out and all that um although do they have the backwards compatibility is there star ocean 4 on there or not because that's a that's a three disc game. i don't I'm not sure i don't i don't think so i think that one's on there yet no i'm, but, I'm waiting for that one and i'm definitely gonna replay because i i know people hate that game but i actually really like star ocean 4, I, so. I think they didn't they put that i i think i just bought it they just put that on ps4 right uh star ocean 4 yeah, I thought four, all, three, four, uh, three, and four, and five are all on there now, right? Are I know five. I have five. I have yeah, five on there. I, I want to say I just bought four. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me go th let me go through a few. Uh, this is from uh, <laughs> Blowhard says RGT six point two makes the ladies go woo. <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it says, <laughs> says who your respective mains in Smash for uh, Wyatt? It's Lucina. Uh, I like Bowser. Playing, I'll play as uh, I'll play as some Simon. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a Belmonter. Yeah. Simon's pretty uh, fun to play as. I. This cool. is the question that I've I've asked this question like nine million times. Well, you're <laughs> you're, you're chic, aren't you? I'm a chic, but she's trash. So like I I use um I use Wolf. Wolf's my okay. Wolf was my main from Brawl. So I'm a Wolf main first and foremost. Like if I have to win, I'm gonna try to use Wolf. But I also use chic and I also use Inkling, Inklings as well. So chic is a lot of fun in the World of Light though. I haven't even played World of Light yet, so World of Light's good. I'm actually almost done it. <laughs> I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. You it haven't played World of Light yet. World of Light's fun, man. I finished it over I'm, over I'm the trying to get, break. I'm going. I'm starting to go to local. I've got a local to go to tomorrow, so I'm trying to trying uh, to get a little bit better. So oh, got it. Yep. Uh, Lucas George says Imlive. See if you had put a space in there, it would have said I'm live, and that actually probably would have made more sense, but. I'll just read it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Senator says, uh, what really needs to happen is Nintendo needs a collaboration, new IP with Microsoft up here on both Switch and Xbox One, same type of deal with N and Sony. I, I don't know if that would happen. To have Nintendo and Microsoft work together on an IP that appears on both Switch and Xbox One. Minecraft. Or, or, or I would say something like... Uh, so I could I could picture a conquer crossover of having like mm. a, a conquer's baddest fur day and it appears on both. I mm. actually could totally see them doing that. I mean, there were there were rumors going around Blasty Three. I remember this all over the place about Game Pass going to the Switch, and that sounded crazy. So, oh yeah. Well, before we get anything conquer, I guess we'll, we'll get Banjo. Mm -hmm. Nah, man, Super Lucky's Tales coming over. Yeah, that's weird. And that game's that, all right. So that game mechanically is all right, but man, the characters and stuff are just boring in that game. <laughs> like, hey, guys, I'm a paper cutout. Yeah, like it's it controls like an all right platformer, like 3D platformer, but I, I the characters are just it's just boring. The game's just boring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that again? Sorry. Was that? What are you talking about? Super Lucky's Tale. Oh, Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah, okay. it's a boring game. It's on Game Pass now, so you get people can try it out yourself. It look it's a, it's an art looking game, and it controls well. Like you don't fall through the platformers, or like it feels the controls feel good. But there's there's no real reason to play it. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's just not really fun. Uh, uh, JT Blue says, "What are your thoughts on alleged Smash DLC leaks? I think they are fake, but even IGN reported on it. So do you think it has some legitimacy?" No. Uh, which Wait, ones are which are you talking about? The uh, uh, Steve Ryu Hayabusa, the Dragon Quest. Oh, and Doom uh, uh, Doom Guy. I don't want to hear anymore. Oh my god, Did we just ruined that. For you? Like Sakurai gets so pissed on all of this, and why can't people just respect the man? 
Because he's never getting a break. As he said, he said it's himself. He's never getting a break. The one, he, the one that's probably the most likely out of all of those is the Dragon Quest. Yeah, yeah. that's about it. I don't know if Doom Guy would actually show up. Doom Guy would be cool. That'd be a cool twist. But I, I do think Ryu Hayabusa. Maybe, maybe that might be something Nintendo's worked with them before. They have a good relationship with Koei Tecmo as well. So maybe, maybe on that one. I don't know. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to see. Hi, Boosin. That'd be neat. I mean, that, I mean, Ninja Gaiden used to have a huge presence on Nintendo. Yeah. Back in well, the how, do, how do we get the older Ninja Gaiden games on the Switch, then? How do we do that? We well, got, Ninja, you got the original. Yeah, you got yeah. the original Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> oh, man, Ninja Gaiden, all the ones from the Xbox. Ninja Gaiden yeah. 1, 2, not 3. three. I, would love those ones <laughs> I, would love, I would love Ninja Gaiden, the Ninja Gaiden Black or Sigma, yes. whatever. Yeah. I was playing uh, that on the Xbox One. Uh, it's actually uh, backwards compatible on the Xbox One right now. It is, yeah. And it runs so good. It's oh, it's, it's trippy, actually. It's a part of Game Pass. I forgot about that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It does run really well. Uh, and then uh, Lycon says, Yo, OJ, did you see my boy Zero today and pulls back at his first tourney since he retired? They showed two of his matches uh, and he streamed it all. Yeah, yeah. I was watching Zero. Zero's looking um, better than ever. He's probably the first, uh, I would say, Smash 4 player to make it like huge as in like this guy has like 17,000 subs on you know twitch and all that like he's he's like larger than life at this point you know what i'm saying when it comes to the competitive scene like even if, win or lose it doesn't matter zero is zero he's going to have like this crazy fan base so yeah i saw him he's moving his cloud looks really good so yeah it was great to watch him get back into it because he retired now he's back out of retirement and he looks he looks great uh, real quick, uh, Brian Phillips says, "Will Sean sing Mother again if Mother Three is announced for the Switch?" If if Mother Three is announced for the Switch in 2019, not only will I sing the song, but I'll play the song on the guitar as well because it's not Ooh. a hard song to play. Oh, hey, well, hey, there's a direct coming up, man. You never know. It's Maybe not mother happening. Mother, like Start dancing, tuning it, bro. Like dancing, Mother. Yes. Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> I'll even I'll even straighten my hair out for it and like oh, wear God, like a sleeveless cut off shirt like he does in the video. Like I'll go all out. Like, like a badass, like mother. Oh, yeah, dude. I love <laughs> yeah. that song. So oh, that song's great. I like this. And then too. finishing up, uh, uh, Boss Hog with a dollar. No, no uh, message. Thank you. Um, and I think those are uh, all the super chats. Yep. Uh, Sonic Adventure One remake. Who wants it? Anybody? Yeah. No. I love oh. that game. I, I think the music aged really bad. The songs are so cringy, but other than that, I really, I really like that game. <laughs> Cheesy crush for you. I mean, all Sonic games have that sort of, like, since the Dreamcast era, especially, all the Sonic games. Like, when I was playing, I was playing Smash over the break, and um, uh, the Sonic Color song came on. When I was fighting against Sonic, and I got so happy because I love that stupid what, song. What if, <laughs> I think the, the cringiest pop punk song in the world. The color seems so bright. Well, what, what what the, yeah. Dude, the the final boss theme for Sonic Adventure says, "Danger, there's water is rising. When you gotta go, you go." And it's just like, <laughs> what kind of a lyric is that? Hey, uh, well, I, I would take it. I would. I would, <laughs> I would, I would play it. Uh, you can get it on Steam now for super cheap, and it's not great. I played it I, when I was collecting footage. I was playing through the first level and I fell through the floor and died. Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah. it on footage and everything. Oh my god, you gotta practice a lot. I, I've played that game so many times, I've memorized everything. I gotta single practice part of it. so I don't fall through the floor. Yeah, you, you have to practice not like dying because that game is so badly built. Yeah, it's like I was just rolling along, just running and boop, into nothingness. So if they can fix it, that'd be cool. Like, but, like, again, that, but... but then again, we're getting Team Sonic Racing uh, first. 
can't. Yeah. So, when do you think we could see a, a remake of the first adventure game? Because if you make a remake of adventure, people will demand uh, something. They different. would. They would have to. I think they'd announce it at their what's their Sega Festival. That's like at the end of the. When is that? When was that? September, right? Yeah, that's probably when they'd announce it. That's yeah, where they announced Enmu. That was a fun. That was a fun event. I remember streaming that live with a stupid Joe from GameSack. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, that's where I would assume they would do it if they're going to do it. Um, would be there. Otherwise, they'll do the next Sonic game and move on. So maybe that's where they show their their classic system. Their Sega Classic system. Yeah. Uh, that'd be cool. I think Sega's going to have an interesting year in 2019. From what I've heard, it's like they're finally realizing people love their back catalog of games and want more shit like that. And I think you're going to start to see a lot of, a lot more from them and and their new stuff judgment. Uh, I've seen people translating judgment now into English and Oh my God, it is. It's, it's more serious in a lot of ways than Yakuza, but it's more focused. Like you're playing as a detective. The first like five hours is just about like hunting down a serial killer. Does that mean that we can, we can play it without having to be super familiar with the Yakuza series? Yes. It looks like it takes place in the Yakuza universe, but it's just super separate. Like you don't have to worry about 15, dynasties of oh, like leaders. yeah because yeah, I'll, I'll be jumping into that right away when it comes over i wish they had an english option in there because i would have figured out a way to play it or do something i don't know but yeah mm-hmm. that's cool though that's cool i'll be i'll be getting that when it comes over in uh summertime mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. summer cool so that's what i'll do uh but that's that's it for uh for tonight for spawning so let me go around here uh conrad joined us uh where can they find you man uh, well, you can find me on uh, YouTube, on uh, youtube.com slash uh, from uh, Do a lot of different Nintendo Switch stuff. Uh, 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 started with Zelda, but obviously expanded beyond that. And uh, yeah, try to make it as good as possible. Yeah, very cool. Very yeah. Go check them out, guys. They have some. They have some good. Uh, what you what would you call them? Would you call them like uh, video essay type things or like like scripted uh, deep dives at times and. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say that uh, pretty much uh, video essays of uh, of the scripted kind. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Very good. Very good. Then we got Max uh, Dreamcast guy. Where can they find you, man? youtubecom slash guy. I've got some videos coming up very soon. Um, I hear that we're going to be getting the uh, Resident Evil demo relatively soon, so I want to do a big video about the Resident Evil Two demo, and then I actually should be getting my copy of the game relatively soon too. Awesome. So, cool. I asked Capcom and they said, maybe, <laughs> probably not. Which means we saw your last video where you, where you uh, talk to Paul, talk to Paul about that. Paul, huh? Which way, which Paul, 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 Paul. Paul. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. I'll talk to yeah the, the, um, Ian told me that they were um, getting some of that in. Cause I'm on the list for it. Oh uh, yeah. I gotta stop making fun of Capcom now. So no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You can still make fun of them because Paul will get the codes. And then ah, true. <laughs> oh, the hookup. Cool. And then uh, Nate, Nate passed 10,000 subscribers recently. So congratulations, Nate. But where can they, where can they find you? Because you're going to be doing some, uh, some, some discussion pieces, I assume, right? Potentially. Potentially. Okay. You know, it'll depend on the topics that spring about. Let's say a direct is coming up when it hits. Would you decide to do some kind of discussion piece on that? For example, just as an example. Yeah. If a direct comes, you know, I'd probably break down the direct, discuss it, look at the release dates, the impacts of how it could you know, hit their sales, the hardware momentum, especially leading up to the end of this fiscal year. Stuff like that would probably be what I would discuss. It's not just going to be a recap of the direct, like, hey, now it's Metroid Prime. Cool. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, cool. Yeah. Okay, I'll look forward to that. Yeah, you should be doing that. You're at uh, Direct Feed Games, though, right? Yeah, Direct Feed Games. Find it on Twitter. 
if you search it on YouTube, you'll probably find it, but you're probably better off finding me on Twitter and finding a link to my channel on my Twitter profile. And next week, I have a new comparison video coming out for an upcoming Switch game, comparing it to the original version. It's not Onimusha, but I'm not going to tell you what the game is either. You have to wait to find out. Cool. All right. Sounds good. And then, uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, just right here on YouTube, uh, Player Essence. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more Smash Brothers streaming now that um, I'm going to locals and stuff. And I think I'm going to register late for Genesis, I think. I don't really feel like it's in Oakland. I don't really feel like going to Oakland. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. But, yeah, I'll be doing more how far, is, uh, how far is Oakland from you? It's about five hours. Five, oh, my gosh. Jesus. But the it's problem is that... Far. That's from me to you. <laughs> the problem is that it's Oakland. That's the problem. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 Oakland. So I mean, people from California know what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, but yeah, I'll be doing more Smash Brothers streaming, um, and I'll also be doing some pretty cool videos like on uh, Damon, uh, the Damon X uh, Machina. I got another video that I'm working on for that. Also got some cool videos that I'm doing for some of Nintendo's upcoming games. Travis Strikes Again, uh, No More Heroes. So that should be fun as well. And um, I just released an, uh, like a comparison video between like New Super Mario Bros. and Tales of Vesperia. I'll be having videos on that too coming up because I'll be getting review copies for both of those. So yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Cool. So coming week. Very good. And then Sean, where can they find you, man? Find me on RGT85. I just did an interesting video that I think pissed uh, a certain developer off um, talking about <laughs> crazy justice, like doing sort of a deep dive into the, the history of the game, the company that made the game. Um, and all this stuff, I pretty much said that they used the Switch for clout, which I feel like they did in order to get their game funded. However, um, that is a cool video. I'll drop a link to it in the chat. Um, as far as what's coming up, I've got a. Uh, I'm actually doing two collection videos tonight. Um, I'm gonna. I went to Twitter and asked if people would be interested in seeing my Saturn and Switch physical collections, and they were like, "Yeah," because I haven't really done shit with my collections on the channel for like a year. So I'm going to do those. I'm going to film those two tonight and then they'll come out over the next two days. And then I don't know, whatever else I'm kind of busy personally doing things that you will find <laughs> out about soon. Um, no escorts, <laughs> no escorts. Um, but yeah, there'll be some, there'll be some changes coming to the channel soon. Um, maybe sooner than later. So you'll see. Uh, OJ, do you have anyone in mind for a raid? People are asking if we, if we wanted to do one. Yeah. Yeah. My, my boy, George, George is uh, playing some Danganropa. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. Do we have that? Do we have that? The, we can we can drop that in the chat. Yeah. I got the link right there. Raid. I put it right there. Cool. Thank All you right. There you go, guys. Go ahead and raid George, and that's going to do it here for Spawncast. And uh, we'll be back next Saturday, hopefully with a direct to talk about. But if not, we'll we'll find some other stuff to talk about. So we'll see you guys next uh, Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then.